go. Welcome back, my friends, to the podcast that never ends. We're so glad you could attend. Come inside, come inside. I am Mr. Joseph Spiegel, and sitting across from me is... Mike Sutherland. How you doing? I'm doing okay. All right. This week, we are going to be talking about the lovely Christopher Nolan directed, written, masturbated Dunkirk, and uh, my flick of the week, which is going to be the 2017 and Hathaway starring vehicle called Colossal. Is that the one I think it is? Where, uh, yeah, you know what the yeah thing. she's the she's the monster. Yeah, but not the monster. Yeah, awesome. I guess is that on Netflix? It's on Redbox. Oh, you're not gonna like my review for it. Oh. Actually, you know what? Without getting into it, it might be one of those movies where you see it differently than I do, and you might actually like it. Okay, we'll go for I'll, that's what I'll say about that. But for now, my review is Dudes and Dragons, starring <laughs> Luke Perry. It's this Kickstarter thing that it was on. Yeah, I was drunk. Oh. She was there. Yeah, <laughs> you know. I didn't want to watch Joe's movies that he loaned me three years ago. Fucking last call. Meet Dave is still wrapped up. I didn't feel like unwrapping Fuck Meet, Meet Dave. Dave. <laughs> Even I've watched Meet Dave. I've watched it too. Uh, and, uh, I don't fuck out. I, I, I bring it up once, and you you bring the fucking DVD to me once because it was funny. <laughs> Anyone that, that, that that's uh, new to the it's show. It's a recurring theme. Any any of you, you know, half a dozen people that are, are new to the show. Um, I bought Mike a, a used copy of Meet Dave like four years ago, and it's still in the plastic. Yes, it is. Because <laughs> I, I can't even remember the joke that spawned me buying that for you. I, I can't remember. It's been so goddamn long. The joke was we were talking about Eddie Murphy movies, uh-huh. and I was like, Meet Dave is actually not a bad movie. Oh, I, it was all because I saw the Meet Dave head uh-huh. while we were driving one day. Okay. And I was like, holy shit, there's a gigantic Eddie Murphy head. Yeah, and your 7-Eleven down the street has all these used DVDs for sale, and fucking Meet Dave was sitting there. Like, it's like, hi. Hey, I'm how like, you doing? <laughs> you like Parfait? <laughs> Parfait is the, must be the most Nobody the best damn like thing no in the world. Never heard no one say they didn't like no parfait. <laughs> all right. So, <laughs> uh, all right. All right. Then we're going to talk about uh, some fucking uh, cinema sins, man. And that's it. That's all the we news. So all that and more in a cup of average Joe's. Take it away. Suck it. Wow. You thought long and hard about that one. Suck didn't it. You? All right. Here we go. Hold your ears, folks. It's showtime. <laughs> Meanwhile, I don't. 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 All right, let's do it. All right. Okay. What the fuck was that? <laughs> like you know, pause for station, station identification. identification. <laughs> 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 yeah, you, you, you think like, yeah, dude. We're gonna start looking Jesus, the same we fucking, soon. <laughs> we fucking hang out way too much. <laughs> You're either gonna get super fat, or I'm gonna become a super asshole. One or the other. Uh, or both. <laughs> One or the other. We're going to start looking alike. God, even our movie reviews are, are starting to blend into each other. Like, like we're pretty much almost thinking the same way on shit. Well, not all the time, but a lot more than we used to. It's fucking weird. Anyway, um, we saw Dunkirk. I know that goddamn movie came out like a month ago, but we had a filler week. It wasn't shit to see that it was even, I don't even, what, Annabelle creation or some shit? I, uh, oh, okay. Oh, hold on a second. Oh, you, you got a rant. It's kind of. Eh, all right. Eh. Do it. Eh. 
Annabelle creation, what you brought up. Right. So I was, because I, I, I'll go through and, and I do, I actually do research on movies that are coming out and, you know, I know you're amazed, all uh, of you. I, I just thought you designed algorithms, Mike. Yeah, I just designed the algorithms. Well, that, that's what I thought you do. And I just sit there and tickety-tack away on my keyboard. Apparently my presumptions were all uh, miscalculated. So, yeah. So I'm reading through this thread about the um, um, the two people that were involved with it. I can never remember their stupid names. The ones at Amityville Horror. and Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The, um, the Parkers. No. Um, the Parkers. <laughs> Oh my God! I know the name. It's not the Maitlands. It's it's uh, <laughs> Victor Maitland. Yeah, <laughs> they're they're at the Victor Maitland comp- compound. Um, see it. I know their fucking names because every time their names pop up all the damn time now. And I've seen the first two Conjuring movies. They I Ed and Lorraine Warren. Ed and Lorraine Warren. Um, before you get into your anti Conjuring and anti Annabelle rant, I'm going to say this. I'm still glad that we did not pay to see these movies in theaters. I really am. But my kids wanted to watch them. So if we watched them for free on fucking, I don't know, Hulu or downloaded or, or HBO On Demand or whatever. And I will say this with the Conjuring movies, because I haven't seen Annabelle. The Conjuring movies themselves, all real bullshit aside, the, 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 you know, the stories about the Warrens, all that, movies are well done. They are fucking well done. They are very well written, well acted. Problem is, is that it's already been, no matter how good, decently put together these movies are, they've already been done before. So it it doesn't matter. It's like a moot point. It's like the Halloween movies from Rob Zombie. It's like, it's already been fucking done before. So you, it's, it's like, okay, good for good trying, you know, clap, clap, clap. But it, you shouldn't, what was the point? That was, that's my take on the, the Conjurings. Now I haven't seen Annabelle, but fuck a stupid doll. Go back in your case. Have you seen the real Annabelle doll? I don't care. It's a Raggedy Ann doll. I'm trying to tell a story here. Uh, I got railroaded. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> At least you didn't get underground railroaded. I'm about to. Uh, <laughs> Ed Lorraine Warren, self-styled demonologist and ghost hunters, famed for their role in making the already crazy residents of Amityville Horror House sound even crazier. Yes. They enjoyed decades long of enabling, supporting, and exploiting the supernatural fantasies of troubled families struggling with problems like alcoholism, drug addiction, mental illness, and domestic abuse. I bring that up because Ed and Lorraine Warren are fakes. <laughs> and I stand by every word that I'm going to fucking say about these two hucksters. <laughs> they're fucking, they're, they're shysters. They're, 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 the only reason why they're doing this is to exploit people. They're turds. No, no, let me finish. I pulled this off of Rational Wiki because um, there's there's a ton there's a ton of evidence supporting the fact that Ed and Lorraine Warren are nothing but people, two people that take advantage of other people that have issues. I have a word for that. You should have used it. What? Debunkery. Debunkery. <laughs> I like that. I have a ton of, because right when you said I have a ton of, I thought what popped in my head was. I didn't say I have. I said there is there, a ton. Oh, sorry. There is a ton. And when you said there is a ton, instantly the word debunkery popped into my head. I was like, he's going to say debunkery. Right. And he didn't fucking say it. I didn't say debunkery. However, I will tell you this right now. I do believe in the paranormal. I do uh-huh. believe in ghosts. And I have, there's there's facts and evidence to back me up on all this stuff. 
uh, including sightings and all this other shit. So it doesn't matter. Uh-huh. Uh, my own personal story is when when I was growing up, yeah. we lived in a house in Beverly, Massachusetts, and it used to be the house of um, a captain. Kind of looked like the Gordon's Fisherman. Yeah. And the lights would turn on and off on their own. Now, there could Get be... Out. Really? We Now... Get out of here. There's There's other things other than lights flicking on and off. Yeah. Bumps in the night, things like that. When we moved out of the house, another couple moved in and lasted all of a week because the ghost that lived in that house hated that couple so much, <laughs> it would scream. Yeah. It would scream and turn lights on and off and knock shit over. It would it, it would throw s- fits. It would throw absolute fits. You think one of them like farted in their sleep or something? Or yeah, just- that's what it was. It was some way, way to way to bring through the conversation. <laughs> they lasted a week, dude. You love fart humor. I just it's not. But... Yeah, Jerry, she farted. <laughs> Someone farted in their sleep. Remember how we had that long talk before about? Uh... No. Yeah, I know. Uh, <laughs> you fucker. We had that long talk about me not believing in in Jesus anymore, right? You know, me being. We we had that long conversation with Mark yeah. before we even turned the microphones on. I should have turned the fucking mics on. And I told you about how, like, even though I don't really believe in Jesus anymore, I I still, when someone knocks him, I there's still a p- little piece of me that gets a little, you know, feels a little butthurt about it, right? That's because you still believe in the whole... No, no, that, it's not... Yes, it is. If you get butthurt and defensive about an imaginary being, doesn't matter who it is, an imaginary being... Celluloid, whatever. Let me fucking finish. I, oh, I can't let you finish, but you can <laughs> fucking railroad the shit out of me for ten minutes while you're talking about Annabelle. I, this motherfucker, I, Fuck you. <laughs> Continue. <laughs> if you get defensive, I know that you. Were I, play, I know I, that you were playing a joke. I, I know. I didn't I know. get defensive. I felt defensive. There's, there's a difference. No, there's, no, there is because isn't. my common sense is telling me my current, my at this moment current. You're still Common emotionally tied. Me not to say anything because you're you're stupid if you do. So no, 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 no. You're 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 yeah. still emotionally tied to the idea that there's a god. Yeah, I'm gonna. Uh, and that's fine, but admit it. Yeah, I just said that. There's, there, okay, secret the, agent the man. Fucking defending yourself. No, now. no, no. Secret agent man, right? He might have moved on, got the fucking log cabin. He's not doing missions anymore. Why are we talking right? about this when? We're supposed to be talking about these but two fucking still jokesters. There's that piece of brainwash that's fucking in there, you know. No matter how much you've done to shirk it, there's still a little piece. Little piece, little piece. Why is this coming up? Okay, so my point is, before you had to do the thing, well, you still be supposed to believe in the ginger beer. Shut the fuck up. All right, you're, you're believing in the ginger bear. Okay, so <laughs> I'm trying to say, bee, whatever you say that when you're talking shit about the Conjuring, now that I've watched the Conjuring one and two. And I like the performance of Vera Farmiga and fucking uh, Patrick Wilson as the the Harpers or whatever the fuck their names are. There's a little part of me that's like, like, Mike, you're so mean. They're really good. They're good people. And I'm like, but you want to know what? But then I'm like, but it's a Jesus thing. So it's like, shut the fuck up. It, it it's not the it's not the shut up, Joe. You you, you want to know what's it? crazy about this? Yeah, what? I may be related to them. Well, after all the conversations we've had over the last five years or so. You're almost fucking related to everybody. Well, yeah, but most of we're all related to each other. I think you'd be fucking like related to Shaka Zulu's dick. Probably, but I know I am related to Dick Cheney. Wow, that was an awesome segue right into that name. See? 
<laughs> so there you go. I'm uh, related to a dick. Um, anyways, <laughs> they, Warren's the Warrens <laughs> claim to have investigated over ten thousand cases of quote unquote paranormal activity. Ten thousand. Ten thousand. Oh, that makes them experts because it's a ten thousand hour rule. That figure is probably accurate since the paranormal activity they investigated consisted entirely of shit they made up. Oh, or like, uh, okay, not that one. Uh, okay, not that one. Yeah, that's I, a case. I that's can case. I can investigate this. Paduma pulled oh, it directly out of my looked, ass. I just looked my finger to turn the page. That's a tax write off right it's there. The act of arguing by way of uh, flinging everything at the wall and seeing what sticks. Ad hoc bullshit. Flinging <laughs> poo. A desperate attempt to shore up a blatantly untenable argument. As a general rule, someone stinks about the art. Something stinks. There's a good chance this is an argumentum ex culo. I love that. This is this is the from the rational Ricky wiki. Uh, throughout the 50s and the 60s, the Warrens exclusively found ghosts. But in 1971, William Peter Blatty hit the bestseller list with The Exorcist, and abruptly, the Warrens' ghosts suddenly became demons. Almost overnight, all ghosts were really demons trying to possess the residents of the home. Religious the Warrens, soul. <laughs> yeah, in 1977, <laughs> the Warrens' own breakthrough success arrived with the Amityville Horror, the story of an American family supposedly terrorized by supernatural forces turned to the Warrens. I... All right, that's I did read that the story, an American family supposedly <laughs> terrorized by a super. Oh, all right, I I read that wrong. Okay, the story is about an American family who is supposedly terrorized by supernatural forces and turned to the Warrens and the power of Jesus Christ <laughs> to help them repel the demonic threat. I have exorcised the demons. The Warrens recycled <laughs> the plate basic plot formula occasionally without success, again and again over the years. In each of the subsequent book and screenplay retellings, much effort was made to portray the Warrens' clients as healthy, well-adjusted American families, but this did not af- reflect actual reality. For example, in Amityville, the Lutz household was fractured by money problems, the intense hatred of a teenage son for his domineering stepfather, and a disintegrating marriage long before any demons showed up. Get out. And in Connecticut, which is the Eddie Murphy thing, and in Connecticut, the Snedeker family was trying to cope with their eldest son's goth lifestyle, which included increasing drug use, vandalism, and sexual misbehavior. Devout Catholics, the Warrens were strictly old school. Unlike today's crop of gadget-obsessed ghost hunters, they relied entirely on Lorraine's clairvoyance and a notepad (laughs) to detect the demons and Ed's prayers to banish them. For a little extra firepower, the Warrens brought in cooperative priests eager for the chance to kick some demonic ass and, and paid for. <laughs> big pants. Part of the mythology surrounding the Warrens holds that the Catholic Church regularly called them to consult on cases of demonic possession. It's more likely this was just part of an enthusiastic publicity campaign designed by America's top Ghostbusters to sell books and lecture tickets. It's this all about money. This house is clean. Yeah. You already said that. The Warren's nephew. I did not. I said I have exercised the demons. The Warren's nephew, John Zaffis, continues the family business of making shit up and exploiting vulnerable TV uh, people with his TV show. He wrote. <laughs> this was the awesome about daughter. Wikipedia. It's fucking. It's, it's, people forget it's a public ran, publicly ran site, right? So you, This is not Wikipedia. This is Rational Wiki. Oh, okay. So it's a different. It's I, a, it may be a part a of Wikipedia. Spin-off? Yeah, a Wiki Wiki. Um, although the Warrens called themselves demonologists, they were actually skilled packagers of books and movie rights. In the 1970s, New York couple George and Kathy Lutz invented a classic horror story over many bottles of wine. The media loved the tale, and the Warrens' kooky demonic embellishments helped 
make the book and movie uh, as popular as Disco, Rubik's Cube, and the AMC Pacer. That was the Amityville Horror. The Devil in Connecticut in 1981, an emotionally disturbed Connecticut man murdered his landlord. His attorneys opted for the devil-made-me-do-it defense and drafted the warrant to testify that he was indeed possessed by Satan. The jury was not impressed, and the man was convicted, but the Warrens agreed to share the profits of a book and movie with the man's family. Interesting. From Orange County, here yeah. we go. Werewolf. No, you didn't read that wrong. The Warrens claim or hear that wrong. You didn't hear that wrong. The Warrens claimed to have exercised a werewolf demon in 83. They wrote a book but failed to sell the movie rights, probably because the movies are represented as being real stories and the public wouldn't buy into an obvious fictional supernatural being as opposed to a realistic one like a demon. You know that Skips is not a, a, a gorilla? He is a fucking Yeti. <laughs> I shit you not. That comes from fucking left field, dude. I looked it up out of nowhere. Well, the, the, you know, the werewolf thing. I I had to... That, that would be Skips from regular show. Yeah, Skips Thank, from regular show. Thanks for... You know, unicorn. Thanks, voiced by Mark yeah, Hamill. Thanks for updating me. <laughs> My, I've always wondered about that. Fucking here, tangent, right? My daughter, she she loves the little fucking uh, the making fun of the room videos, right? And you've seen the one with Star Wars where he's like, oh, hi, Mark, right? And it's Mark Hamill standing in the fucking thing and he bounces the football off Mark Hamill's head, right? Uh-huh. She didn't know that, that Luke Skywalker's name is Mark Hamill. So when I were walking through the store, because she already thought the video itself was funnier and shit anyway, right? And I told she her- She thought her, his name was Luke? No, she just didn't think about the whole, oh, hi, Mark, and- and she just, you know, thought, well, fuck, he's just calling everyone Mark, right? And so when I told her, we're walking through the store getting groceries, and I explained it to her, she goes, she stops and pauses and goes, she does the Chris Pratt face. Oh! <laughs> the fucking- what does this have to do with the Warrens? I told you tangent. I know, but stop going on a tangent. You fucking stoner, chunky jerk. Fuck you. Okay, and there's another thing. You need to move Batman Cube. I'm not moving Batman. You need Cube. to move Cube Batman. No. Because every time I see that motherfucker staring in my general direction. Yeah, he's judging you. I All I keep picturing in my head is, I'm a fucking rocket ship. That's judging Batman. <laughs> well, he's judging me to fucking giggle the whole time I'm watching, doing this show. And judging Batman's got fucking mm-hmm. cobwebs on Dude, him. the dust in, in, in your studio is like it makes the dust in my apartment look fucking sanitary. It's well used. The haunted in it, 1986. It looks like the fucking, shut up. It looks like Emotep farted. Shut up. Like Emotep shut up. sharted in your fucking Shut up. Hair. Shut up. Shut up. Shut up. Shut up. Emotep. Shut up. What was that from? This is this is a cartoon dude just saying shut up. Shut up. Shut I up. don't shut remember. Up. Shut up. Shut up. Probably fucking shut Rick. Up. No, it wasn't it wasn't Rick I and Morty. Pickle Rick. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so my whole point is the haunted, a haunting in Connecticut, the Snedeker family, a house, the Warrens, holy demons, going to a pickle Rick exorcism, the usual book and movie deal, the Conjuring, decided to tap into the old Warren formula for a new horror film, the Conjuring, a couple's home is supposedly yeah. a hellhole of demons. Oh yeah, and the nun, the nun thing's coming too. Annabelle, the Conjuring two, yeah, the Nun, like Annabelle's, an upcoming trashy mass market spinoff of the Conjuring two, focusing on Valak. The Marquis of Snakes who takes the form of an evil nun. All right. Anyways, the reason why I brought this up is because the Warrens are shysters. I know. You you brought this up more than a few times. I fucking can't stand them. I know. Uh, it makes it kind of funny. And I may be a little jealous. Who knows? But somebody- Well, have, the fact that they made all a shit ton of money in the 70s and 80s, and now there's this resurgence, right? 
and now they're milking it for all it's worth again. Yeah, but you know, one of them is dead. The other one is not, apparently. I guess he didn't get the warning. Fuck <laughs> 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 you. So, <laughs> so there was a thread somewhere on one of the movie sites that we're on. Yeah. And it was all about, you know, The Conjuring 2 is coming out or Annabelle 2 is coming out, whatever. <laughs> whatever movie's coming out, right? Yeah. And, you know, I can't wait to see it, blah, blah, blah. One, one dude goes, oh, you can't wait to see the Warrens and their fucking bullshit storyline where it's all fake. And one person posted, and this interests me the most. Okay. Which is, the Warrens visited my mother, my grandmother and my grandfather. My family, sorry. Mother and father. And I think it was this one right here. I think. What, like to ask questions? The actual case. Mm -hmm. One of the one of the people that's on the movie channel. Yeah. The Warrens actually visited her and did this to them. Okay. They they brought the whole case. Now I don't know if it. I don't know which one it was. I don't know if it was the the werewolf one, or if it was the haunt the haunted. It's but um. Hold on a second. I'm gonna find it here. I know it's not Annabelle. I know it's not The Conjuring, but it may be. 83, 81, it's in the, I know it's late 70s, early 80s, so, I, th okay. The Haunted sounds similar to the Entity. Yeah, I think, um, I think that the Entity is one of the movies, but it doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. I think it was either the Devil in Connecticut or the Werewolf, uh, and she, she basically said that they came and they investigated and her they investigated the house where you know and all the other stuff that was going on where her parents lived because it was haunted now that interested me nobody else picked up on it she just fucking threw it out there mm -hmm. right and then it just went into this whole this whole it it just devolved into you suck you don't know anything about the warrens they're truth bringers and this and that uh -huh. and the other and the dude was just like go fuck yourself right that's yeah. <laughs> what basically all it was was you suck, you suck, you suck. Fuck you, you suck, you suck. I know the earth is still flat too. Right? Yeah, the earth is still flat. Um it may I think it's the haunted. I think it's this one. The curvature of the earth is just lens flare. Because because she would have the person that posted would have been more popular and this was a crappy T V movie with a with a book. So she was involved. Now, the Warrens are, are just what was your word? Masturbating. Yeah, that was that was the word milking. you used. They're milking it. Yeah, no. What was the word that you told me to use? Oh, um, <laughs> can, something a re. Um, D word. The, you, the, a ton of uh, not tomfoolery, debunkery. Debunkery. People have. I'm writing that down. Done a bunch of debunkery. Where where it's debunkery. Debunkery. All right. Ooh. A, an exclusive. We own it. Detective line of clothing. Debunkery. And they're called debunkeries. <laughs> it's like bed bunks. Debunkery. Yeah. That's so when you take a bed bunk down. Yeah. That's debunkery. And then get one for their kids and it's called debunkies. Yeah. <laughs> References. And sooner or later the demon demons annually rape someone. A worn story innovation. <laughs> Sorry, no book and movie deal for the Passetto family of rural Lee, Massachusetts. And Demons in Connecticut, blah, blah, blah. Um, anyways, these are all references. Annabelle, true story, nine freaky facts about the real doll haunting. Uh, what did the Enfield haunting have to do with Ed and Lorraine Warren? But look, 
they they took advantage of people. And what really sickens me is that people fucking believe this shit. Yeah. Ad nauseum. Yeah. <laughs> but I thought it was just I thought it was that one little piece of, you know, information that that person floated out there and I didn't reply, I should have replied to it and said, "What do you mean?" You know, all this other stuff yeah. is flying around. Like, you throw this out there, but you don't expand on it. So, what was your take? And uh, honestly, like I said, it's it's junk. It's garbage. But I thought it was just funny that this whole thread popped up out about yeah. Ed and Lorraine Warren about, you know, and you brought up Annabelle. Yeah. About the movie that's coming out. And this this dude was just, you know, what they suck and they're they're – they're fakes and whatever else. And this other person's like, they're not faking. You, know, you don't have any proof and all this yeah. other bullshit. And like, all these websites are full of shit. And this dude's just like slamming him with all this fucking facts and information. Oh, it doesn't matter, dude. Uh, some people believe that Coco Beware has been robbed of the, uh, the intercontinental title more than once. Really? And that, you know, he's fought his ass off to, to earn it. Uh. <laughs> That's my, my subtle way of saying that there are people that actually believe that wrestling is real. Right. Professional wrestling is. Uh, oh, dude, Ric Flair. You hear about Ric Flair? Woo! What about Ric Flair? He's in the hospital in a coma. Ooh. You didn't know about that? It's all over the fucking news. Okay, wait. Before I ask, before Woo. I ask, you're not setting me up for a fucking dumbass joke, are you? No. Fucking okay. Ric Flair is in the hospital. His organs are shutting down. Oh, well, I assume that fucker did a lot of coke in his uh, time. Yeah, but no one knows why what's going on. Dude, the fact that he's lived this long as a professional wrestler. Is is a miracle enough? So who gives a shit how he's dying? <laughs> okay, that, that was his face right before he went to the Rick hospital. Ric Flair has had fucking decades <laughs> to enjoy life to its fullest. Okay, let the man die in peace. It, 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 who gives a shit what he's dying of? He had a good time. He had a better time than most fucking people. Hey, the Ric Flair Heath update. I cannot believe I'm fucking defending Ric Flair on a goddamn podcast. Ric Flair has multiple organ problems. Yeah. He had a good fucking life. He had a great run. Nobody says he's dead. Oh, he's going to die. At some point, yeah. Yeah. We all are. Fucking negative Nancy. No, well, you, you're the one that said, he's in a coma. He's, he's got a multiple organs shut down. Critical Who condition. the fuck reinvigorates organs after they've shut down? Five days after being admitted to an Atlanta area hospital. Let's see. His fiance says, just wanted to give an update. <laughs> the fuck is that noise? So now it's gone down to Rick Glare. Fuck you, ESPN. Gives a shit. Stop. No, I'm not. I will not stop. No. If you run a website. Okay, what? They're telling me to stop with my stupid puns. Yeah, you stop with your stupid puns. <laughs> if you run a website, this is to all the people out there. This should be the first thing in a how-to website for advertising. Because of all the hits that we get. If you put an ad that auto-plays. Ugh. You're fucking garbage. Yeah, you are. That's like fucking, that's a, that's a shitty ambush. One, two, three, four, five, six. You're ambushing my web-based curiosity with, with spam. Not the good Hormel shit, neither. I'm on ESPN's website, and all it is is fucking filled with goddamn ads. Like Auburn, California. This brilliant company is disrupting a $200 billion industry. Hey, you're in Auburn. Would you like an Auburn ad? No, they're not. They are not disrupting a $200 billion industry. Don't click on that. Stay away from it. I'm not. You can actually say it's irrelevant. You can click that little little, little triangle thingy in the corner, and then you can say, fuck you. Fuck you. <laughs> fuck you. Uh, 
Barlow specifically denied rumors that Flair's surgery was on his colon. He's 60 fucking 8. I dude. wanted to know he still needs prayers. Fuck you and he still needs prayers. Well, hey, look, look, man, positive vibes are positive vibes, man. Okay. Well, I, I don't, yeah, but stop, stop asking. Look, people that I, I don't bother with, with, with things that are posted on Facebook, like, you know, prayers or whatever. Uh-huh. Like, oh, please send prayers because my friend is in the hospital. No, no, that's stupid. I'm sorry your friend is in the hospital, but no, uh-uh, mm, no, no. No, because there is no mystical, magical being that's sitting in a cloud, taking phone calls all day, and answering prayers. You don't believe in a human-based network of well, <laughs> ba- well-wishing, positive vibes towards someone. A community of well-wishing, of a positive energy. No, you don't. You do believe that human beings do have a somewhat of a psychic ability, correct? You do believe. That sending prayers to someone is garbage. I say positive vibes. That's not positive vibes. That's that's prayers. Oh, I hurt myself. Oh, prayers to you. You're not sending prayers to. Don't send me. Send me money. <laughs> it's it's an easy way to say. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. Sorry for what? That's what prayers mean. When you send somebody prayers, that means basically you're saying I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You sorry sure for what? Because. You can't. Yeah. You cannot say speak for people who don't feel the way you feel. Okay. Their prayers don't mean what you say they mean. They mean what they mean to them. Okay. <laughs> Dude, if you were PG, you'd be Mr. Fucking Wilson right now from Dennis the Menace. Okay. Okay. I'm trying to think of an R-rated version of Mr. Wilson, but I'll let you know. I'll get back to you on it. Very, very cynical and very grumpy old man. You're Walter Matthau, grumpy old man. Character. Yeah. No, I'm not. I'm a realist. About when it comes to sending shorts. fucking, sending people fucking garbage well wishes that mean nothing. That's exactly what sending prayers is. That's what that's what asking for prayers is. Garbage well wishes that mean nothing. If it's from the heart, people will go, oh, Jesus, what can I do to help you? Not, oh, I'm sending prayers. Prayers? Prayers for you. Prayers for that. Oh, my dog died. Prayers for you. I don't, I don't, this is why I don't post on Facebook. ability. This fucking God-given or fucking, I don't know, Satan-given or whatever ability <laughs> to fucking downplay anything that you're not into. I swear to God. It's not... Dude, it's it's fucking bullshit. It is. It's bullshit. You know what it is? It's people looking for justification of their lives. You you really want to get all psychological with, it, uh, with n- that? Uh, with well-wishing? Yeah. That's exactly what it is. They want justification that they mean something, that something... Something in this life means something to them, or people means you know something means something to them in some term. Yeah. So they post it on Facebook because where else? I know attention. I, 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 get, a, I get it. It's a, that's exactly what it is. I dude, this <laughs> look. Thing, I don't have popular opinions about look. This, my, this is like my opinions me, are not popular. This subject is totally a perspective thing. Like. Like, there's no one way or the other. It's like fucking way bunch of shit of variables, man. And that is just, it depends on the person. It's fucking, uh, it's, what is it, case, uh, fuck, what is it called? Case by case. Case by case, fucking patent pending, whatever the fuck you want to call it. Yeah. Dude, please get away from Ed and Lorraine Warren. <laughs> I have to look, God, look at how, look at her. She looks like a fucking demon. Maybe that's why. I mean, he looks, he looks godly. You see how the picture is? And she looks like fucking evil. 
She's staring right into the eyes In of the evening devil. with Annabelle. I was trying to find out where they were born. Get out of here, nun! Leave this place! Like, oh, it's in Mar- Monroe, Connecticut. You and all your devilry. Ugh. Hey, look, it's uh, Carly. Tolly. Samwise Tarly. Yeah, Samwise. New England Society for Psychic. You know, I, I will say this. Even what? though I hate people spoiling things on shows and things like that, there is one thing that I do love that people do, is that there's always people that are more educated about a mythology of something than mm-hmm. I am, usually for most things. So it's awesome that right after I watch an episode of of uh, Game of Thrones, there's already someone fucking posting about what that meant and what this meant. Because if there's characters that you haven't seen for fucking two seasons or five seasons or whatever, or if something's mentioned, you have these fucking... These anal nerdy warriors that fucking examine every single bits and piece, every morsel of uh, mythology. And so they're already ready to fucking, oh, this means that, and that means this, and then boom, boom, boom. And then you're like, holy shit. Okay, good. Good to know. Nah, Bridgeport. Now, that's one cool thing about it. Uh, when you. So the Tarly thing was really cool when they, you know, there was a. I'm glad that you're bringing up Game of Thrones when we're in the middle of fucking talking about. The Warrens and, and prayers. I know, and you know we're supposed to be doing a fucking Dunkirk review, but I yes. Um, you are right. There are grades of whatever. Now, there are some people that will post, oh, fuck, my, you know, this guy passed away, meant a lot to me, and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And and, peop- and I'm, I'm talking about the people that are asking for prayers. Uh-huh. Oh, I need, you know, prayers for this and that. <laughs> to the voice, you always go to a voice. Yeah. <laughs> prayers for this and that. Instead of, you know, people saying they want prayers for this and that. No, instead of, Prayer for me. Yeah, that's. <laughs> but but people that post like, oh my my Trey Parker, it you fucking yeah, Trey Parker. Shit. My friend, my friend, my friends in the hospital. I don't know what to do, type of thing. Yeah, or whatever. I have to go to the hospital. I don't know what to do. Yeah, that okay. I get that. That's uh-huh. a that's the gradation. I'm talking. I'm specifically talking about people that are looking for justification. I I I, I could give a, a really specific example, but. I don't want to alienate. Yeah, I don't want to annoy the person. But specifically, this person, when they post, yeah, when they post, it's it's always, oh my life sucks and oh this and that and oh you know can't do this can't do that blah 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 blah. Yeah, right. It's it's always that. Mm-hmm. There's there's never anything positive. There's never anything. <laughs> Yeah, where's the rainbow, motherfucker? Yeah, not even the rainbow. It's it's never anything, you know. My life is my life is is shit, and I don't, you know, this and that, and I, whatever. I'm not, and I'm talking about Joe here. <laughs> Joe always posts that stuff. Sure, I do. No, uh, but specifically, and it's when's no the, one. When's the last time I actually actually posted something personal about myself? I can't even recall. I can't recall either. I think it's all just been movie related, dude. Yeah, I mean, like I don't even post pictures. Like, like the last two weeks, yeah, it's the most posting I've ever done about personal pictures and shit like that. Yeah, usually it's fucking like a, like an out of left field rant for no reason. Yeah, but this is and this is nobody that I work with. I, I'm, I need to stress that it's nobody that I work with. I'm kind of narrowing it down, aren't you? And it's nobody that I am in constant contact with. <laughs> okay, that's more narrowing. <laughs> so that leaves out family. And it's not Joe. And it's not Joe. And it's not anyone who's white. 
<laughs> or has any kind of Native American ancestry. I, d- I did not say that. Joe well, I'm did. Just, I'm just narrowing it down no, no, some I, more. I, no, that's what I'm saying is. I never saw the Liberty Bell in I, person. <laughs> I, it's, it's nobody that I work that I've worked with in yeah. the last <laughs> five years. It's the word narrowing down. It's not how, do you know who I'm talking about? Oh, dude, it's fucking, it, it went from like 1.2 yeah. billion people. Now it's down to like 580,000. Do you know who I'm talking about? No, I don't. Okay, then perfect. But I have a better idea now. Okay, take a wild guess about who I'm talking about, <laughs> no. and I'll tell you no. I don't know, but I just uh, eliminate, thank you. I've just eliminated over half a million people yeah, already. You, uh, good luck. <laughs> But it, it yeah. Anyways, like I said, it's it's not anybody that I currently work with, <laughs> and or worked with at Walmart. <laughs> I'm gonna keep fucking saying it. You keep doing and it. And it's not family. Okay. So, but like I said, it's it's always it's always this negative slam on you know my life sucks, this sucks, that sucks, everything sucks. Yeah, dark cloud. You know, and 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 there's never anything about trying to fix it. Nobody, you know. You know what though. I, I don't want to get into it. Too I know. Much. I, you okay. know what? Those people I do understand because I, I get the whole wanting attention thing. I, that's I get the it. that's the shit. Th- those are the types but of people that I'm talking I'll about with what, wanting though, attention. An honest fucking melancholy person is better than the fake motherfucker who keeps posting how much they love their wife or husband or girlfriend or boyfriend. Yeah, and they keep doing it over and over again till it gets to the point where you know there's yeah. there's there's fucking dr- there's problems at home. And, Reverend Jim. You're right. And Are you talking about someone specific? No. Yes. No, I'm not. No, I'm not. Because it, it happens every few months with another person who's a, a, a quote unquote, you know, a Facebook friend. Right. So when I see someone that is posting, I had that I exact love my wife so much, or she's the greatest person in the world. And I keep seeing this every single day in one way or another from the same person. <coughs> it's, I, I know there's trouble on the home front. Yeah, but it's it's the it's the conversation I had that conversation with my cousin Jen a and while back. And less than a year later, it's oh, we've decided after a long, you know, process, we've decided to separate. Yeah. It's for the best. Whatever. Oh, well, wait, I thought that she was the greatest wife ever and this was growing great and you love your life. What the fuck happened? Oh, self-delusion Facebook uh It's not proxy. self-delusion. It's it's they don't want to work on their issues. Well, I'm saying that it's like a them posting it right but that has nothing to do with what's really going on that's that's what i'm trying to say it's like they're it's like this fake thing it's like but it's okay here just to cut through that bullshit yeah people don't what's the point of posting their personal life when they could be posting pictures that make them happy yeah it's not necessarily a whole you know a delusion of life they're just posting pictures that not everybody. I know. I know. I'm, I'm saying. I'm just trying to. I'm, one that I'm, this is debunkery 101 right here. <laughs> I, it's just the specific one, the specific genre of person, right? It's it's that one you know that there's they're not talking about on Facebook. They're covering well, who up. Who gives with, a fuck? I'm, I'd rather not have them talk about this it. This is just a care. conversation. So keep going with it. All right. It, it, you can tell. You can see that they're they're like like I don't. It's like why are they even doing it? Why are they constantly posting how much they care about their loved one when when you can read between the lines that there's something wrong here? That's what I'm trying to say. Why even fucking go there? It's like this self person's own self delusion of trying. It's to, not self delusion. Like if so, I keep, that's the wrong term. If I keep posting this, maybe this will help fix things. Uh, no, that's that's wrong. They're not doing it to do that. Or distracting myself. I, I don't that's, know. You nailed it right on the head right there. It's a distraction. Yeah. From the real world or from the the real 
their their version of the real world. Yeah, and I because everybody has a different version. And it's it just it's it's very painfully obvious at times. Yeah. So what? I'm, it's just a conversation, man. It's all it is. It's all I know, but I'm saying that I, those are the kind of ones I, I don't like. I, I, I the melancholy fucking woo woo pity me bullshit people. At least they're being honest. I don't. But the woo woo pity me gets old because it's it's consistent. Well, that's okay. From these just, same people, I have this thing in my options menu where I can click see less of this person. Have you seen this fucking website, dude? I know we're way off track with the Dunkirk thing, but we'll get into that. That's okay because I I think we'll be in and out of Dunkirk quicker than those fucking idiots were. All right, Sarah, have you heard this? Have you seen this fucking shitty website, Sarah? There seems something very familiar about this. Have you seen it or not? I don't recall, okay. but it sounds very fucking familiar. The reason why I'm bringing this up is Saraha is an app that you can download, and people can post shit to this to your whatever page post page thing. Okay, it's like it's like Twitter, but not limited to 140 characters, and they can post whatever the fuck they want. You know. Okay. And no one, and it's completely anonymous. Oh. So basically it's trolling. It's a troll app. Yeah, it's yeah. it's professional trolling. Yeah. Well, it's not professional because professionally get paid for, uh, like this radio podcast. <laughs> so this fucking app is shit. Well, yeah, because it also can help spread the hate. That's all it does. You can say hateful shit. And I got a friend that all she gets is fucking... Consistently, you suck, you fat pig. Yeah, vitriol, man. It's Just like evil meanness. Why the fuck would I put? Why would I download that app and then you know, just so I could have people so that people go? People are bitter pieces of yeah. shit. Bitter, miserable I, pieces of shit. I hate you, beard, you fucking old gray horse, douchebag, fucking loudmouth asshole. Why you gotta okay. be so yeah. mean? You probably shit your bed every night, you fucking incontinent jerk off, <laughs> and a liar. Empathetic, yeah, I, and just mean. If if you have something to say, say it on my Facebook page. Fucking man up or woman up. Yeah, he nut mean, up, he you means jerks. It. I'm not kidding. If you have something bad to say, say it. If I'm being an <laughs> asshole, fucking say it. <laughs> say it to my face. Absolutely. Okay. Well, it's great. If you listen to the podcast, and you have a problem. Let me know so I can fix it. Well, at least that fucking new one guy fucking put his name on there, so you knew that he was a. Uh, at least a, New a an identifiable trolling asshole piece of <laughs> garbage. Asshole. asshole. He's a trolling asshole piece of asshole. Is that what you're gonna you say? Stop beating me, Mac, and 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 then we turn on about, and then we do, we hypocritical, and we. Yeah, we don't know what we're talking about. Yeah, we don't know. The fact that the fact that I let Joe go on and on about movie. No, look. When we when we do movie reviews, and there's a reason why I don't talk while Joe is doing his movie review is because it's supposed to be an in-depth movie review. If I get pissed off at Joe for whatever, part of it's an act. Part of it. Part. <laughs> Some of it. Problem is is that you're so good at it sometimes I can't tell when it's the act and when it's actually you being fucking just douchey. Like, yeah. <laughs> I get it. And and that's fine. That and like I said, that's that's one thing that's changing. <clears throat> My water's almost gone. Okay, I I, have, I I still have a lot of talking about colossal and fucking Dunkirk and fucking Cinescape or what is it, uh, Cinema Sins and shit. And my water's almost gone, okay? I'm going to get a parched fucking throat, my friend. Let's get on with this shindiggy. 
The shindiggery. <sighs> Another fucking word. Write it down. Shindiggery. But I would rather everything's, have somebody. Everything's better when you end it with an uri. <sighs> shindiggery. I like that. <laughs> but yeah, we're 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 changing. We're going to be changing things drastically. <laughs> Just to fuck with y'all. No, no, no. We have to. There are some things that we have to change. I, I'm still staring up the sky with my mouth wide open. Turkey. But, um. Dude, I went to Dimple Records the other night. I don't care, dude. You keep interrupting me. And I said, fuck it. I'm going to look for a copy of Weird Science because I don't have Weird Science on, weird on DVD. Science. Right? Do, 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 do. They don't have fucking Weird Science. They have every movie you could ever think of on DVD or Blu ray. Hey, I have a great idea. Why don't you go to our website? <laughs> Click on one of the fucking hundreds of links that link to our Amazon.com page and order Weird Science from Amazon.com. And then pay myself a kickback? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to pay for an overpriced fucking thing for it. Oh, my God. I can't believe I just... Really? <laughs> I, You're going to complain about the fact that... You just publicly humiliated the sponsor. You're fired. It's not... Not a sponsor, it's an affiliate. No, they're more like a mooch. They keep getting the advertising on our shit, and we get nothing for it. They're not advertising shit. They are because when people click on our fucking site, they see the Amazon words on there. Where? So the Amazon's always showing. Where? The bottom of the page. There is no Amazon anywhere on our page, you dork. That shows you how much you fucking look at our page. I just write. I I, I write the songs, man. Three ninety nine to seven ninety nine. Rent or buy. Multi format, ten bucks, Amazon Prime, six thirty one Blu ray DVD, boingo, six bucks. Boingo. You can get the fucking soundtrack. You can get the John Hughes yearbook collection for twelve dollars. It's a dead man's party. Who can ask for more? Jesus. Oh, the the complete Everybody's seasons. Leave your body at the door. Leave your body and soul what at the, the door. Fuck? All right. On with the movie show. Don't run away. You tell me on here where so. you see Amazon, and I will delete it immediately. <laughs> Isn't it supposed to pop up on there? No. No, it's not. Mm-hmm. You know why? Why? Uh, g- take a guess. Because you forgot to put it on there? No, because it's an affiliate link. So when you go to Dark Tower, there's supposed to be an affiliate link to, oh, I don't know, the Dark Tower somewhere. Okay. But Il- there is none, is there? Illuminate the Spiegel. See, you're doing a good job here. Look at that. I know. End of days Did goes right to a Cinescape magazine, uh, Terminator Genesis. Yeah, I had to think of what's 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 neck in that way. I've done a review for Except it. Except it has it's not end of days. Well, I know, but I I don't Maybe you should do an end of days. No, uh, fuck you oh, review. I almost said I read enough, Mike. <laughs> However, you do have a Ghostbusters link in there. I know. I did the Ghostbusters twenty sixteen link, I know. Like, read my review of this shitty, shitty movie. <laughs> I don't know why that pops up. But Fuck that you, really Tammy. That annoys me. All right. So, shall we play get a into game. fucking Dun? Shall we play a game? Shall we get into Dunkirk? Maybe. All right. I'm going to start it off. You ready? Mm. Okay. In May 1940, German advanced. Fuck! I suck. Yeah, I, Oh, my God. It's right there in front of my fucking face. The German advance. <laughs> Can we edit that? Fuck you, Joe. You're, you already fucked up. We're going to keep it in. Wonder Woman! In May 1940, Germany advanced into France, trapping Allied troops on the beaches of Dunkirk. Under air and ground cover from British and French forces, 
Troops were slowly and methodically evacuated from the beach, using every serviceable naval and civilian vessel they could be found. That could be found. That could be found. At the end of this heroic mission, they could be found. 330,000 French, British, Belgian, and Dutch soldiers were safely evacuated. That is my quick summary of Dunkirk. All right. The movie is written by Mr. Christopher Nolan. Uh, well, <laughs> more like uh, storyboarded and conceptually planned, more like it. Uh, it's set, and of course, what? What, motherfucker? Oh, my God. Go to fucking Amazon. Click on one of our links and go to Amazon. And you can buy stuff. All right. Well, it would be nice if we actually set Amazon on there, huh? It does. It says it right there. You said it, it's not going to show it on there, though. It doesn't show on our website, you dork, <laughs> because it's an affiliate link. Okay. That's how an affiliate link works. Okay, well, you're the fucking... You're the you're the guy. Yeah, but you could also go to you're our the guy. Go to our website and buy your stupid weird science. <laughs> On with the show. I want my bud. My bud. So On with the show. Dunkirk, man. Christopher Nolan wanted to get his war movie, okay? And Christopher Nolan wants to get his fucking Oscar nod. So I think Christopher Nolan's probably going to get it because of the the unanimous, the universal fucking love that this movie is receiving. Uh, but Mike and I disagree. I we, completely disagree, and you are correct. And the problem with that, this whole movie is exactly what you just talked about. No, we never did that. Okay. Yes, I, I uh, am. Remind me what that we have to do a couple of things. Mike, we have to do a couple of things. Okay. Uh, we have to do a couple of things. Uh, a couple of things. <laughs> Yeah, this will get lost in the fray. That's cool. Listen to the sound of me when I'm writing. That's awesome. That gives me bone wood. Uh, All right. I must fix you. All right. Yeah, um, With I'm sorry. With Dunkirk, okay, look. We went and saw Dunkirk, and the opening is amazing. Oh, yeah. When th- you have the, the, the English guys running through the streets of Dunkirk, right? In, in, in the south of France. Yeah. And you have the leaflets falling and all this other <laughs> stuff. Um, <laughs> Pretty I, much the Germans saying, oh, says right there, you are fucked. Yeah, risk, right? <laughs> yeah. We're going to put all of our <laughs> men right on there with our little <laughs> chips. Ukraine is game to you. But with our little poker chips and the man is standing on top. But they smash your game. So as as it starts off, as they're walking through the streets of Dunkirk and it's completely empty. Yeah. And they... They they're they're going basically house to house, and one of them has to take a shit real bad. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and it keeps getting interrupted. Yeah, which is funny in and of itself. But the guy that has to take a shit is the one that escapes while all of his other friends die. Yeah, they get or, blasted or platoon or whatever. Yeah, they get picked off one one by one. Right. So they're not very good at playing hide and seek. No, who the fuck runs out in the middle? You're supposed to get close to the wall and run. Right. So, but that's what that's panic. Yeah. And especially during some boot camp. Well, <laughs> during World War Two, look, it's young boys not knowing. You got to so, think yeah. that now yeah. is completely different than then. You oh, don't yeah. have the media and all this other shit. Yeah, nothing, right? You just got what your DI tells you. No, no, you don't have media. Your DI. Okay, you don't have media. 
You don't have any of the fucking shit when you're growing up before you get into the army. It hasn't. You got what the fuck they tell you when you get there. That's what your DI, your drill instructor, man. I guess. Yeah, sure. (laughs) So these kids aren't ready for. Yeah, they're not ready for shit. For yeah, for for getting killed. Yeah, they they got they got shell shock back then, not PTSD. Well, yeah, same difference. Um, I like the George Carlin take on that. So this kid makes it and he gets out to the beach at Dunkirk, where there's just lines of people. Yeah. And what doesn't what made no sense to me is if this is true, why didn't they go and use the hotel or or the empty houses? I mean, everything was shuttered. All they had to do was break a couple windows to get in. Uh-huh. So, and it doesn't make any sense to me that that didn't happen because that fucking happened all the time. Yeah. And then they could take shelter. I, the only thing I can think is they, they were all supposed to wait as close to the water as possible for any attempt at, at rescue or some shit. Well, right, I, but that, I understand that, but it doesn't make any sense. But a sense. week out, like, did they stand on the beach for the whole fucking week? Yeah, you have like 30,000 plus troops or more than that. They didn't get into that. They didn't get into fucking anything. That's the problem with this movie. They don't get into anything. Right, and, and the biggest fucking problem I had with this movie was the two... Let's just call them the main guys. Yeah, on the land. Yeah, the the kid that has to take a shit. Yeah, in the mute, the yeah. dude that says nothing throughout the whole fucking movie. Yeah, the French fucking mute. Yeah, yeah. And they they pick up and they're running with the uh, the, the 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 injured. Yeah, the injured soldier. Right. Yeah. When they're running with the injured soldier, there's literally a scene where they're running and you could see the tracks from the from the golf cart. Oh. Where they're filming the the dude that had to take a shit. Uh huh. And and you can see the tire tracks. I did not notice that. Yep, I noticed that fuck, Im- fucking immediately. Fucking IMAX, man. Because <laughs> they filmed some of this with IMAX cameras. And and then the next shot is basically a same shot of... It, it's not the same shot, but it's from the yeah. same angle. Yeah. And all the tracks are covered. Yeah. Dude, filming in fucking sand and snow has got to be a bitch. When you when you have like yeah, but golf carts or fucking whatever, all, all you had to do is digitally mask it. Yeah, I know that uh, Christopher Nolan. Well, this besides the point. Christopher Nolan did want to keep the budget low and he wanted to be as practical as possible. Even though there's that part where you said that it looked like shitty CG with the plane. Um, all right, so let let us just get into um about what I liked about the movie, and what, what what we didn't like about the movie. Yeah, well, yeah, the, the, I don't know if it was shitty CGI with the plane. It's it's akin to the the snow speeders in Empire Strikes Back. Uh-huh. You could tell that they were elements that were added yeah. into the whole attack scene. They are, so when they're flying next to the Adat Walker, yeah. it's not real. You know, it's 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 obviously a special effect. Takes so you when, out of the moment. Not really, but because you see that yeah. when, you know you, you you understand some of the special effects yeah but when you see a spitfire flying across the screen and it has that same black outline yeah that they used in either empire strikes back or uh um 1941 or <laughs> yeah you know all these old old movies it doesn't have the same feeling because a it's too clean uh-huh. and b if you're going to use <coughs> <coughs> The specifics that I'm bringing up are like when you're watching Star Wars and you see the Millennium Falcon fly away, yeah. and you see the you see you actually see the square, yeah, and then you see the Tie Fighter fly in, you see the squares yeah. around it, and they keep moving. Yeah, thank you, eight high definition. Yeah, <laughs> and, and I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that because it's a product of the time. 
Great example, real fast. Ghostbusters. When the fucking gargoyles are running across the street, yep. chasing Lewis Tully. Yeah. Oh my God. I'd never seen it before in high definition. And when I did, you can see the mat square around it yep. the whole fucking time. I'm like, right. I'm like, fuck you. Yeah. And because I'll never not see that again. And I, again, I will see it every time now. I'm okay with that because the overall movie yeah. experience is good. Yeah. Whereas with Dunkirk, it's a few moments that are good. Other than that, it's it's a bland movie. Yeah. You, look, it's real. Getting let's get the positives out of the way because it's not going to take very long at all. Okay. Sure. Um, I at first I really liked the the no BS time wasting with the action where it just fucking cuts into the fucking you know into the shit right, and it's, the movie just starts going. At first I was really into it. You know, and then how it would switch to someone else and, and what they're going through. and But then all of a sudden it ran its course and then it didn't work that you know work well for me, right? Uh, the uh, the cinematography, the wide-angle shots, man. When they would show like the whole beach or um, the dog fights or even when the planes were just flying and you could – the Spitfires when they're flying and you can just see the wide-angle shot of the ocean on the bottom of the screen – and the sky and the horizon and and you could see Dunkirk in the background with the smoke rising up and the sun in the background it was just fucking amazing it was like this is it had cinematography that reminded me of how amazing the the cinematography in Revenant was and that's funny because this movie is to me Dunkirk is this year's Revenant which we both had problems with you know overrated but yet it's going to win a shit ton of awards right um the, uh, the all the technical aspects. I mean, the movie fucking looks great. The costumes look very bland and dull, like they looked at that time period. You know, yeah, they're not supposed British. to be shiny. Yeah, and, you know. Yeah, they're not bling bling, right? Yeah, they're not Valerian <laughs> costumes. Yeah, they look very bland and dull, like they looked at that time period with all the French, you know, and and uh, British forces and stuff. And yeah, they're just they're army fatigues. Yeah. Uh, the location filming. Um, the, oh, the sound effects. Holy shit! I saw this movie twice. And the scene where he, where, where the fucking the planes coming down, the German planes are coming down, and it starts to roar, and then it starts bombing the beach. That fucking the, scream. That part where he's the main character is lay, laying down, and in the background you can see the bombs getting closer. Right. And they did a Doppler effect with the fucking sound effect. I don't think I've ever heard the Doppler effect done that well. Where at, at first you're seeing yeah, the, the dude shooting at the plane. Yeah, but at first when when he's laying on the ground and you can see the bombs going off, getting closer and closer to him. Right. You can hear the Doppler effect where, at first, you see the explosion way before you hear the sound of it. Right. And the closer he's getting, the more in sync it is with it until immediate, until in the one that's right next to him, it's instantaneous with the sound. Right. I, that, I, that's an Oscar-winning fucking sound editing right there, or mixing, or whatever you want to call it. Yeah, sound sound editing, sound mixing. Yeah, because they have two different categories, which is it's almost the same thing. Like One is creation of the sound, and the other one is the editing of the sound. Right. So... Oh, this is more sound mix. Yeah, it's, yeah. So, but I mean, we're getting into. But yeah, I didn't notice that the first time I saw the movie. But then the second time I saw it, when I saw it with you, that's when I noticed it. It was like, holy fuck! That, that this like they put the effort into this yeah. shit, and they put some effort. I mean, don't get me wrong, because I'm a Christopher Nolan fan. I've seen most of his movies, especially all of, I've seen all of his mainstream movies, and I'm a big fan of his. I love his work, but this movie is not this. This is this is subpar, man. Look. When the, the good stuff is Mark Rylance's character, okay? Yeah, that's, that, like, that's like my last. That positive. whole sub arc, yeah, should have been the main story. Yeah, yeah. Okay, and then you have you have three stories. You have you know the the two shit bags that are that are trying <laughs> to get on the boat. Yeah, the mutes. 
Yeah. <laughs> then you have you Nietzsche. have Tom Hardy's character. Yeah. Okay. And then you have Mark Rylance's character. Yeah. You know, because I, I, I throw Kenneth Branagh into that first. Yeah, and then you also had the, you had the pilot who crashed that was no, flying no, no. with. No, no, no. You only have three stories. Oh, oh, stories. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gotcha. You have three story arcs. The beginning, which is the kids that are on the beach. Let's yeah. call it that, the beach story. Yeah, one week out. Right. One week, one two, one week, two hours, one day. Well, they it, it might be two hours, but it says on the screen it says one hour. Mm, I thought it said two. But it says one week, one day, and one hour. Okay. So you have one week, one day, and one hour. So all the plane shit happens in one hour. So what really bugged me about that is every time something would happen with the planes. Yeah. And so the planes would fly over, right? Yeah. And then it would cut to, like, let's say 30 seconds before whatever was going on in the sky. Yeah. So in, in, instead of in, instead of doing it simple, which is when the plane flies over, yeah, it cuts to whoever the plane is over. In fact, let's say this Mark Rylance's character, because he's on a boat and the plane flies over his yeah. boat at one point, right? Yeah. Well, it cuts back to 30 seconds where you see the bomber come in. Yeah. Instead of cutting right to Mark Rylance seeing the plane fly over his head in real time. Yeah. You know, and the same thing. Now, yeah, and, and Nolan wanted to do it this way on purpose because he wanted to try a different way of showing action scenes and stuff like that. Yeah, it, but it didn't work. And you're, and that's it. I mean, look, most of the time I, I, I applaud, you know, going outside of the box, right? Right. But this time it's fucking annoying. Yeah, it's not confusing. It's, it just doesn't work. When I saw this movie the second time, I thought that my opinion was going to change. Like, I thought I was going to think it was a better movie this time. Like, I wasn't going to be so critical of it, right? Right. No, the second time, I noticed even more problems with the fucking movie yeah. than the first time. Yeah, there, 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 are obvious, there are obvious problems with this movie other than the minor, like, seeing the treads from, from the camera. <laughs> I didn't, yeah. I just... and, and, and some of the special effects. And, and that problem lies in... The storytelling in and of itself. Yeah. The storytelling is filled with, and I've complained about this before, stories are, sorry, let me go back, books, articles, movie reviews, scripts. Yeah. There's stories with, it's a story that's a story within a story, right? So in this in this case, when you have the script, you have the first story, which is the kids on the beach. Yeah. Right? And you kind of flesh that out. And then you add in the second part of the story, yeah. which is Mark Rylance's character. And then you flesh that out. And then you add the third part of the story, which is yeah. the you know, Tom Hardy and the and the three planes, and you flesh that out. Now, here's where it all goes wrong. Instead of focusing Dunkirk is about two things, really. It's really about two things. Yeah. It's about the German advance knocking the British back all the way to the beaches of Dunkirk. Yeah. Okay. And the other story is Requisitioning the civilian fleet to go and grab our boys, yeah. or in their in their boys in this case. Yeah, and you don't need the planes right now. You just focus on those two. Uh-huh. So, what's more important, the story of Mark Rylance's ca- boat captain character going to Dunkirk, who knows a lot of shit, who's yes. been through some shit, and has well, and his son was also a, yeah. he he flew in and he, he flew hurricane fighters. Yeah, and you found out he died three weeks into the war. <laughs> right. Yeah. Or is it getting the troops on the ship, which is more important? I mean, that's well. The problem it, is this: you got to roll the dice on that one, right? It is because it's difficult because every time they showed a ship other than Mark Rylance's, it was getting sunk by a fucking torpedo. So this is how I would have started the story. Yeah. I would have started the story with Mark Rylance's character 
okay, as he's being requisitioned by the fleet. And, and the naval commander or whoever's there comes up to him and starts talking to him uh-huh. instead of having this all behind-the-scenes bullshit. And basically what he says is, as he's talking, it's going to fade. Yeah. It's going to fade into these kids walking through Dunkirk as he's talking, which oh, is... Oh, so you wouldn't have done the flyer scene immediately first. No, I would have done... Because you're, that's, this is, that's what the movie's about. The movie's about getting the civilian fleet to go to Dunkirk. Yeah, like I, 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 I the first time I saw it, I didn't understand why Mark, why, why, why the uh, military personnel, the officers, were getting acting weird when he drew when he uh, drove his yeah, boat cause away. Yeah, because he doesn't want those guys on his boat. Yeah, and I, I, and then I figured it out the second time that it was because they they requisitioned it. So like, you get to stay on your boat, but no, you don't get to stay on your boat. But the officer controls the boat. No, you don't. No, they kick you off the boat. The, okay. That's why he left. The reason why I have a problem with that is because when I, when I watched the movie the second time and that scene where all the it shows all the, the civilian boats come in at the same time, every boat had one officer on them, one naval officer, but they had regular crew members on it with them. Not that, all of them, but yeah. And, you're then, right. and then I noticed a couple that didn't have any officers. On right, them. they left when Mark Rylance's boat left. Yeah, or something, right? So I, that's what <laughs> throws me off about it. Like, what I don't know. It just it, it seemed kind of weird the way that they they, they did it. Yeah. So, the, and, and the best thing to do is that's how you do it. You, you set it up so that you understand right away yeah. that, and, and as they're saying, we need to get to Dunkirk. Our boys are on the shore. We need, we're going to requisition your craft, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And then as he leaves, he's like, over my fucking dead body you are, mm-hmm. right? So we, and that's when he tells his son to do that, right? Yeah. But you can cut back to that. As they're talking, we need to get our boys off Dunkirk, yeah. from, we, away from Dunkirk. As he's as he's telling Rylance what's going on, that's when you fade into or it fades to those kids walking and that whole the, yeah. the German flyer thing floating down, and then and then the kid getting to the beach. Yeah. Now you have a story that sets up the whole. Okay, so the boats are coming. Yeah. When are the boats coming? Okay. Yeah. Now now the moviegoer understands. That whole thing, okay? Because not everybody understands World War II. Yeah. Not everybody is into World War II like I am, okay? And they can pick all this shit up real quick Yeah. because we're fans of that era. Yeah. Now, the other part of this whole problem is the third act. Or, um, sorry, it's not the third act. All three acts for me. But it's, it's the third story. Yeah. Which is the planes, okay? And we were talking about this uh, after the movie. And anybody who's anybody that's into f- into flying, I'm a huge, huge World War II fan. Yeah. I'm a huge pilot fan. My dad used to be a pilot. My best friend's a pilot. Yeah, you actually saw Red Tails. <laughs> I actually watched Red Tails. <laughs> um, I'm such a huge fan of World War II that, yes, I watched Red Tails. I've watched, and the Tuskegee Airmen. And what's the one with James Franco? And his eyebrows? No, no, oh, not Dave Dave. Franco. Going with James Franco. Flyboys. Flyboys. I, I never saw Flyboys. You never saw Flyboys? Okay. No. But that doesn't mean that. It, it, I, I, you know, I just found out that that movie existed, so who cares? <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, is that the one where, with the bomber? I Dude, I never saw it because it, it's not my style. Like, I like movies like that or like those two, two, two and a half star World War II war-based movies that I'm not into. I like really good movies. Well done, like War almost, epics. almost, yeah. There you go, perfect. Yeah. 
So I Oh, that's all about World War One. I'm not big into World War One. Oh, so they're in the prop planes then. Yeah. Um so when when you have planes that are flying around, when you're dog fighting a plane. Yeah. And this is true for anything. Now, I'm I know this for a fact because because of the multiple books that I've read. My favorite being the Bud Anderson book, which oh. is um he he wrote a he wrote a book about him and the P fifty one Mustang. He's he was uh uh Bud Anderson pilot. There we go. Bud Anderson was the highest scoring ace in his P fifty one Mustang squadron in World War Two. Um, he was a triple ace. An ace is five kills, which is incredibly difficult to do. Bud Anderson was one of the first to shoot down. He's still alive. A fucking jet plane, dude. He shot down a jet airplane. Okay. <laughs> um, this now his squadron was the same squadron that had Chuck Yeager in it. Okay. Yeah. They have been remained lifelong friends. Towards the end of Anderson's two combat tours in Europe, he was promoted to major at the age of twenty-two. <laughs> He's he was a badass, dude. Um, he retired full colonel in 1972. After which he worked in flight test management for McDonnell Douglas. Um, Holy shit! What? I just realized something. What? Tom Cruise's character in Top Gun has the same pretty much background as Tom Cruise's character in A Few Good Men. His father was really good at what he did before him, and now he's doing the same exact thing. Maybe it's the same character. No, it's not because it, one is in um, – wait, they're both – one's in the Air Force. Wait, no, they're both in the Navy, right? Yeah, jet fighters are in the Navy. Yes. So they're both Navy, but one is JAG Corps, and the other one is, you know, the flight. JAG is Judge Advocate General. Yeah. I no, I just I didn't realize I just so by the way, um, Bud Anderson lived in Auburn, California. They say he lives in Oakland. He lives here in Auburn, California. His mm-hmm. wife died a couple of years back. Um, here uh, to fly in flight, the memora the memoirs of a triple ace. That means shooting down 15, 15 planes, fifteen planes. So they had a quota. No, well, there's he, no quotas. Yeah, if he he got it because he shot down fifteen planes. If he'd done fourteen planes, he wouldn't have got the triple ace. That's yeah, a quota. It's not a quota. So he's a double no, ace. No, dude. No. He would have been a double ace if he had four. Okay, first and foremost, your fucking word usage is suck. <laughs> he's going to have a quota. A quota is you have to get these in order for yeah. something to happen. Like, to get I have to sell six cars not to get fired. So he didn't make it to quadruple ace because he didn't get to 20. Yeah. doesn't matter. That's not a quota. That's just a fucking... <laughs> Maybe I don't know what I'm talking about. Um... Yeah, his squadron was the first to shoot down um, the Messerschmitt ME. Your What the fuck? Really, dude? It sounded like you stumbled it. What? What did you say? Did I? Did I stumble saying Messerschmitt? It didn't. Where the fuck is Messerschmitt? The German fucking rocket plane. Is that better for you in like your? A, yeah, it sounds like a fucking stroke word. Jesus Christ! Sounds like you're going in the middle of a fucking stroke saying measurement. You, and said you went Yeah, that's what I said. Because you're fucking Fuck dumb. You. <laughs> you're stupid. You know, you know those you know those Sometimes I feel like you have no respect for me. Yeah. I have no respect for you right now because you've done no fucking research on the airplanes that were in the movie. Oh, I forgot. I can't talk to the you Emmy about 109, Star Wars and fucking World War Two. The Spitfire, the Emmy one ten. <laughs> <laughs> the Shalama Nama Ding Dong. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> He's so edumacated. Uh, Read a book you left on. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> the Luddite. Troglodyte. So, the 
planes that were used in Dunkirk, the ME one the ME one oh nine. It's called the Measuresmith. Okay. One oh nine. That's the name of the plane. All right. Um or the BF one oh nine is what they called it as well. Uh extremely fast, extremely agile. Beautiful planes. Measuresmith. Yeah, the Measuresmith BF one oh nine. It's actually the Measuresmith ME one oh nine, but I don't you know Oh I see the swastika. So that's that's that plane right there. Beautiful looking planes, like I said. They had a see in the middle it looks like a target. Yeah. That's a gun. Oh, okay. That's a that's like a you had the you had the the um M sixty guns yeah. on the side. What was the okay and that's like a one oh that's that's like a fucking cannon. What was the big ass plane that that's Tom Hardy was shooting at the end of the movie, and it was shooting back at him. That like was it, the ME-110. It had a rear gun out of its asshole. It was it just didn't fucking, have a... It looked like it was coming right out of its ass. That's this one right here. Like there was a, a rear gun in the back fucking tail. Just told you. The Measurement ME-110. That's not it. That is it. That yeah, because he had it in right his sights. He starts firing on the fucker, and all of a sudden it starts shooting back at him. And it wasn't coming from like the cockpit. Like he, like he I the, just showed you the picture of it. I know. Show me the ass. I want to see the ass. It's right there. Ass, God damn, ass, dude. Don't, don't you have fucking eyes? No, you're showing me the side view. Show me the ass. That is the side view. In the fucking movie, it was coming out of no, the ass. No, it was the coming plane. from there. It did not look like it was coming from there. That's at all. not where the fucking guns come from. There is no gun placement like in the back like of the plane. Gun, like placed at the ass do you end see, of the fucking Do you see the picture right above it? Yeah. Do you see how small and fucking. Long barrel. Oh, my God. This goes out to stick out of the ass. You're stupid. <laughs> I'm just telling you how it looked That's when I'm the watching the movie. Plane. When I'm watching the movie, it didn't look like there was some asshole. And they're like, just I, 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 I. instead, it looked like fucking just a little barrel was sticking out of the ass. There is no barrel out. that sticks out of the ass of the gun. <laughs> I'm sorry. Do your research. I did. I watched the movie twice. That's not research. Both times, it looked like the asshole of that plane was shooting the motherfucker. There's right? no fucking no. It's coming out of the back end. Of, I'll take your word for it, you fucking aficionado. You don't, don't fucking take my word for it. No, you're 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 hardcore on this shit, man. I know. Don't take my word for it. Understand. <laughs> I understand what you're saying. I'm not calling you a liar. Yes, I'm, you are. I'm I'll, just telling that's you. That's what I'll take my word. I'll take <laughs> your word for it. <laughs> I, did, it I just, don't believe you. I'll just take your word it for just it. Just looked like it was coming from the ass underneath of the plane. Like, that's like, the gun right there. Okay. And these is these are guns. Why is it pointed well. at an angle though? It shouldn't be fucking like straight back. Stop it. Because when it was shooting at him, it looked like it wasn't firing it's not, up. Like it was firing like fucking. Straight behind it. Hmm. What are you going to say? I don't understand aerodynamics. No, you don't. You the way that a bullet comes out of a gun doesn't mean it's going to shoot this way at a fucking 45 degree angle. So he's, he points it at a fucking seagull they're, at 12 o'clock instead of fucking... Dude, they're flying at 300 miles an hour. How do you think a bullet's going to react? Throw a piece of gum out your window at 50. Yeah. What happens? Uh, one time my uncle hawked a loogie out of the fucking... Uh, and it, hit, it curved right back and, in and hit you. No, no. It fucking went around the car a couple times, and then it came in the window and hit me. No, it didn't. No, because there was a delay. There was a fucking delay. Dude, your your uncle's spit did not no. fucking defy physics. There was a four and a half to five second delay on that loogie, my friend. Because it, it fucking... It was weird. Like, he hawked the, it out. I was like, oh, shit. Dude. And then it went... No, it didn't. And it got me. <laughs> No, it didn't. Your uncle's spit did not defy gravity, and it didn't defy uh, the fi- logics of physics. That fucking, ugh, man. Son of a bitch. It was bad. Yeah. I'm sure okay. it was something else that came flying no, in the, the window. the forces of nature fucking made it yeah, swirl around Yeah, that's the exactly what happened. It gave me a four-second chance to roll the window up, and I fucking blew it. Right. That's really what happened. 
It's not your fucking brain fucking with That's you. That's my story, and I'm sticking to it. Anyways, when you're flying at 300 miles an hour, and you throw some, if you're driving at 50 miles an hour, and you throw gum out the window, it hits you back in the face. It fucking it does a right. It it just goes straight back. Like if you stick your hand out the window like this, and then you curve it up a little teeny bit, and all of a sudden it goes. Well, more like if you have your palm up like that. You know what I mean? No, that that really kind of, but no. I'm just saying, like, if you're, if this sits out the window like this, right, and you're going really fast, and you curve it up just a little bit, and the wind starts to catch underneath it, then if you just let it go, like you let your arm go limp dick with it, the wind will fucking make it go. Right. Now, think about it when you're driving at, when you're flying at 300 miles an hour. But it's breaking the sound barrier. That's not breaking the sound barrier. 750 miles an hour is breaking the sound barrier. The bullet. Come on, dude. When you're flying at 300 miles an hour and you fire a bullet into the atmosphere, yeah, it's not going to go straight up. It's going to curve. Mm-hmm. So what happens is, and it, and it has to curve with the with the Earth because it's not a flat Earth. Gravity. Yeah, well, not gravity, gravity but and, friction and, and, and physics and the orbit. Gravity doesn't really take a hold of the bullet until uh, in, until it's a good distance away. Gravity's instant. Gravity doesn't take hold of the bullet. Bullets start falling immediately as they leave the barrel. They don't, because if they start falling immediately when they leave the barrel, there's, then that means there's there's no velocity from the bullet. Well, there's velocity. It's just it, it's still gravity still already pulling on it. It's just it's going faster than gravity can catch up with it. And what's going on is friction from the atmosphere is causing the bullet to slow down. Bill fucking nigh. And then when that happens, it starts to drop. That's what happens because the bullet when it, when the bullet ejects from the chamber, it's like a plane. Or, it's a, or a helicopter. Yeah. Right? A helicopter doesn't fly straight. Did you know that? A helicopter flies sideways. It just looks like it's going straight. Because of the way it's designed. Correct. With a plane, same thing. You can fly a plane and keep it going straight without having to do anything. So where's the gravity? Right? Gravity's not going to pull it down all the time because you, you have a whole bunch of other shit. So it's just not like when you fly a plane and you take off and it goes up. It's not dropping instantly, right? Yeah. Same thing with a bullet. It's not going to drop instantly. It takes time because <laughs> you have to build up that speed. <clears throat> I, I, no, it just the way it looked in the movie, it looked fucking off. It right. didn't look like the way you're explaining it. It looked fucking like the bullet was way down low and it fucking... Well, that's what I'm trying to get at. So when he fires this gun out, now he can adjust the gun. You can move it up and down. Yeah. But you have that... You, you have... <laughs> You have a tail section. Hey, there's something sticking out of the back of that one, right by your fucking little marker there. Yeah, that would be a fucking wheel. No, no, no. The back of the fin. The that would be a tail. The back of the tail, there's little things sticking that out of the back. That would be a tail. That's the little tail of the tail? Dude, do you not see the thousand pictures that are right here? Look at this. Look at that. Do you see that? I want you to type in and see if they ever did have a rear No, they don't. Ow, fuck, man. Just the Stop. volume. Stop! Fuck! Stop fucking jerking me around with this bullshit. They don't have guns. The oh. only rear gun that they had was on top in the in the pilot cup in the in the cockpit. Uh, I think you need to go and measure shit. I think you need to do a little bit of research and stop fucking around. All right, come on, let's go. So that would be the gun right there. <laughs> All right. So so, anyways, when you fire the gun, it's the the bullet's gonna arc out after a minute. So like as soon as soon as it just as soon as it leaves the safety of the air flow over the plane. It's gotta be a pain in the ass to fucking target shit. Oh god yeah. So and, and that gets into the other thing, which is the flight the 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 path of the plane when they're flying. Yeah. 
when you're firing a bullet, like in the movie, when they're firing a bullet, like they're waiting until the fucking planes are lined up. Yeah, that's pissing me off because that piss. <laughs> you, you need to fire before that. No, you need to fire after that. After it's in your sights. Yeah, you need to pass the plane to fire at it, not before. Again, bullet curvature, earth, like, gravity, yeah, I physics. Know, but when, the, when, the, when the rounds come out after he shoots at it, they're already missing it. They're like behind it. Like he should have, he should have started shooting, shooting like a second and a half sooner. No. You have to lead the plane. Yeah, he, he didn't. He shot behind it. Right. So He didn't fucking lead anything. That's the problem. It, it's like skeet shooting. He kept shooting behind the fucking plane instead of like... Thank you. Yes, exactly, exactly what I was getting at, which is <clears throat> when you're flying behind a plane... When you're going for the kill, you can you have to kind of angle yourself one of three ways. Yeah. Coming up from the bottom, down from the top. You can get behind it and fire, <laughs> but because of the way that the bullets are made, yeah. your chances of hitting anything in particular are slim to none. So you're going to aim for the engines and stuff like that, but again, they're just going to kind of ping off the fucking metal. Yeah. So you have to hit them from the side, you know, either side, top or bottom. <laughs> and as as we're watching Tom Hardy come up behind a guy, he's he's the 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 German plane peels off to the left and he's following behind it. And then as as they're as they're turning, he gets the the plane in its sights in his sights and yeah. fires. Well, that doesn't work because you're again like you said you're, they're firing behind. Yeah. So he's got to lead the plane. Yeah, he should have started firing a lot sooner. No, he fires after. You don't fire before, you fire after. You have to lead the plane. You have to be in front of the plane and then fire. I, I get what you're saying. Not here. You're not firing here. What I'm saying is the here. way that they showed it in the movie with the bullets coming out, every time he fired, the bullets were going behind it like he already missed his fucking chance of shooting at it, and now the rounds are already flying off to the side. Right, but you keep saying before. Well, yeah, because if he's still firing in the same spot... Before it got to the fucking target, then it would the bullets would have been He's going not, in that general direction. That's not how the the fucking air combat went, anyways. I thought it was all about timing your shit perfectly. It, no, you, again, here's the P fifty. Here's the here's the Spitfire. I keep saying P fifty one. Here's the Spitfire, and here's the German in one. Is yeah. my left hand. Yeah, and they're flying like this, and he's turning. Does he fire now? He fires ahead of it. Yeah, when. Because then the bullets are going to get slowed down because of the wind and all that shit. So when does he fire? When he has a, when he has him on a certain target. He fires over here. Oh, okay. So he lead, yeah, they lead him into it. Right. Not this is not before. Yeah, he kept firing fucking behind him. I, I, I know. Yeah, behind is before. After is in front. Like here's the guy in front of him. He keeps shooting and the bullets keep going like this. Like right. say he's in the crosshairs here. The bullets keep going behind Again, the plane not, like this. Yeah, but if, but if he if he when the plane I'm trying here, to explain that. So before the plane got to the crosshairs, he should have started firing then, and then the fucking. Okay, then why didn't you say before he got to the crosshairs instead of okay. before? Well, that's what I meant. <laughs> okay. Yeah. It, it, exactly. You got it. You right. understand. Thank you. I didn't explain it properly. Yeah. Yeah. I, and it, it made sense in the brain, man. Yeah. And that's all that fucking matters yeah. on a podcast. And when you have it's all auditory. Well, yeah, no. It's, <laughs> it's not how it works. That's not how any of this works. When you have the crosshairs way ahead of your target, yeah. you know, and, and then that just becomes a timing yeah. thing. You got to figure out, and that's all math. But that was the problem with the whole air combat thing, and he's just flying around doing all these turns and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, and half his dialogue you couldn't hear. And he had the mask on and the sound of the plane and the music. The music had a constant clock ticking, which I was good because it added attention level attention to the movie. Uh, I don't, I don't know. I, I heard him just fine. So um, either you're going deaf or 
Yeah, probably. I mean, look what? how loud your fucking volume is. You got turned on my goddamn earbuds. I don't have them that loud. Um, In fact, I have it turned down. <laughs> and that's another thing with the movie, though. This movie, to me, is a live-action version of concept art. Okay? Because there's no depth to any human being in this film live live you said live action concept art okay okay because like i said everything looks awesome right it just there's nothing else to go along with it i didn't give a fuck about anybody in this movie except for kenneth Branagh because i love kenneth Branagh. but i guess if you had someone else playing the kenneth Branagh role of the commander naval commander uh-huh. i probably wouldn't have cared about him i don't give a fuck because it was kenneth fucking brana right kenneth Branagh could act his way out of a fucking anything I was always wondering why it wasn't Obi Wan Kenobi. <laughs> yeah, he could. You know what? Damn. That Fuck was, you. That, 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 you know what? That's that's some spot on casting right there. That that's that was the major rumor that he was going to be Obi Wan Kenobi. Too late. <laughs> um, uh, you know, you McGregor. Yeah, as a young one, I, as a super young, you know, Padawan. Right. Or what do you call him? Upper Padawan. I don't fucking know. Um, but yeah, this is this movie is just straight up concept art to me. You know, it, it seemed like um, Nolan focused so much on all these other aspects that that he seemed to forget about what was most important about all of this story. Oh, see, by the way, you're perfect. Yeah. Characters. Okay. We already talked about Mark Rylance. His character was really <laughs> good because that guy, I mean, just even the looks he was giving in that movie. You know, every time that something was happening, you could see. He, but his story was fleshed out too. We understood what was going yeah, on with him, and that worked. And with Cillian Murphy's character, you know, showing up where he's got the shell shock and and everything, he's traumatizing, and that was good. That was all really good. But it just kept cutting back away to the other shit, going back to a week before, or going to the last hour again with the planes and shit. You know, it it kept taking me out of the moment this movie kept taking me out of every fucking moment and <laughs> the problem is, is that even though you're keeping me in a good moment pretty much with the with the air with the airplanes and with the the on the sea with uh, mark rylance's character the problem is, is that every time you kept going back to the beach with the with the two mutes it it, it completely killed the movie for me because look at all the gates the whole dude. thing was them every every scene with them was them getting into another situation that they were going to somehow miraculously survive together while everyone else is fucked. Like, they seem to know what's going on better than all the other fucking thousands of other people that are around them. But yet, oh, I'm going to know where to stand when the fucking, if this boat goes down, right? And, right. And all this other shit. And then and then the, later on when they're stuck in the other fucking boat with the fucking, uh, where, where the Germans are doing target practice on it and shit. It, it just, it felt like way too convenient it, with the characters. It... <laughs> It was like, oh yeah, they're gonna survive this now, and then, you know, and he, he, you know, he'll make it out. Where everyone else is fucked. It is. It felt very contrived. And um, the only thing I cared about that character at all, only thing I cared about at all, was if he got to take a shit or not. Because there's twice in the movie that shows where he tries to take a shit and he doesn't get to <coughs> because he gets interrupted. Did he ever get to take a shit? Just like fucking Jack Bauer on Twenty Four. The perfect way you could have ended Twenty Four with with Kiefer Sutherland's character is ended with Jack. Where are you going? I gotta go take a shit. Okay, that's the fucking perfect way you could end that show. I gotta take a shit. Yeah, because you never see, you never see Jack Barrett take a shit. No one uses the bathroom in the whole twenty-four hour period. Fuck you guys. So, yeah, th- this movie, this you lost me. You lost me because you didn't make me give a fuck about enough people. And I don't need to see Ratatouille on a fucking, you know, on a destroyer. <laughs> I, if I want to see Ratatouille, I'll fucking watch Ratatouille. Ratatouille. Yes. Ratatata. 
you know, because that's more visually engaging watching Remy the Rat and everyone else scurrying away from the humans. I, I don't need this shit. To, you know, this movie is not the next Saving Private Ryan or anything like that. This movie is over fucking rated. I don't. Every, this is the problem with Hollywood in certain ways. Every time, or I'm sorry, with critics in general, every time someone comes along with something and they're doing it differently than how everyone else has done it, doesn't mean just because you're doing it differently means that you're doing it right. Okay? It doesn't mean, look, Matrix comes out and it does that fucking, you know, the special thing with the cameras, the bullet time and shit like that. That was fucking done right. That was cool. It, like, opened up all these new avenues of, of special effects, right, and cinematography. But with this, no, it, it doesn't. It, it fucking, it takes you out of the movie. Well, it took me out of the movie. Apparently all these fucking stargazed critics didn't get taken out of the film. But to me, this is all art house bullshit. Okay, he right. tried it. If fucking I look, and look at me, I'm just a fucking peon doing a review on this film. He's gonna end up getting a fucking. I, I guarantee you, he's gonna get some kind of a award for this movie. All right, I don't know if it'll win Best Picture, but it's up there. Everyone's fucking blowing this movie up big time. So, you know, this is the next. You know, like I said, next Saving Private Ryan. It's not. There's no fucking Caparza. Yeah. You know, there is no earn this. You know, there's no fucking earn this moment in this movie. I'm trying to find the Spitfire scene where he's. You see, see. Yeah. Okay, so there's a picture I'm showing. It's called Supermarine Spitfire. Yeah. Um, where the fuck did it go? Jerky. Uh. And also, and you spending the last 20 minutes of the film showing fucking Tom Hardy landing a plane isn't a way you end a fucking movie. And that's where I'm getting at with that because when they show him do a fucking a flyby yeah. with the engines off. And the plane is over the beaches. Yeah, it's an obvious, obvious superimposed image. Okay, I, I didn't know? notice that. I it's still like when we were in the theater and you said that. I still I didn't notice it. it yeah, it just it, there's just a couple of scenes that really bugged me. It just looked like it was like 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 everything was a com- absolutely out of focus, and you could only focus on the plane. No, mm. that's not even what it was. It just felt like it was superimposed. Okay, it didn't feel like a good special effect or anything else like that. It just felt like the plane was supposed to be The only time I, I thought that something bigger looked, than life. looked like a, f- a special effect was when um, there was a view of the plane gliding over after its um, you know gas ran out and and it's from the beach and it's looking upward and the plane flies over all, all, all the And it's the, the scene right after and, that. And it looks like a remote controlled airplane. Yeah, but it's the scene right after that where you were talking about it and, and, yeah. and they show it from the side. Yeah, I, I know exactly I a, which one you're talking about. Yeah, I have a picture of it right there. Yeah. And yeah, I, I know what you mean. I just don't, I didn't, I, I did not see it, you know? Um, and that's this my movie problem. blows my fucking mind. The, the, the love that it's getting. It, it just, it's like this. Did you, did you ever see the thin red line remake from 1998? It no. came out the same year as, as Savior Private Ryan. Nope. That's it's, why it, it sucked. Okay. It, it, it was up for best picture with Saving Private Ryan and everyone blew it up. Cause Oh, Terry Gilliam did it. Or I think it was Terry, Terry Gilliam, the guy who made the tree of life or whatever. Um, and they said, oh, yeah, he did this, and it's really... Or I rented that fucking movie. That movie sucked, okay? The Thin Red Line is a, is art house bullshit, okay? It's trying to find the deeper meaning and whatever the fuck is going on. Dunkirk is, oh, all, all the deeper meaning is in all the, you know, in the, in the editing and the, in the, you know, the fucking story. What story? Right. Okay? I, I'm just... When did it become okay to minimalize characters like this? It doesn't. It didn't. Look, in my opinion, my opinion is if anyone other than Christopher Nolan did this movie, and I'm saying this as a Christopher Nolan fan, I'm still a Christopher Nolan fan even after this movie, but I'm saying that 
if anyone other than Christopher Nolan had done this, like some regular, like, you know, first year big time director or, or, you know, or first time mainstream director or someone who's been around for a while, but you don't remember his name kind of guy, it, this movie would not have been received like this. It might've gotten props for its visual look, but I guarantee you it would not have gotten the love that it's getting. And it's because of the name Christopher fucking Nolan. Maybe. I don't know. I mean, it's not as bad as we're making it out to be. The problem with this movie is that Christopher Nolan, who is a better filmmaker than this, dude, this feels to me like the third Batman movie. <laughs> it was just kind of half-assed, phoned in, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. I. That's what yeah. it feels like. Yeah, I just... You know, I I can see what I know what Christopher Nolan's capable of as a, of a direct as a director, and this movie only did part of it, and that's not enough. You know, if it was that important to show these all these guys that got rescued when they were all given a pretty much a death sentence, right? They're all written off like, dude, these guys are gonna fucking die, but then all of a sudden, our you know all these civilian boats are able to come in and save most of them. Shouldn't you've done something to show how important that was instead of just showing people scurrying around like rats and people gliding in airplanes? You know, over and over again, showing the same scene from a different fucking angle and from a different perspective. Didn't these characters deserve more than that? These people that survived this, you know, mm. and the people that also died during this. That that's that's my that's my take on it, dude. I that's all I got, dude. Is the movie watchable? Yes, the movie's very very watchable. Okay, it keeps your attention throughout the whole goddamn movie. That that's not the problem. The problem is what I already said. So. I don't think this movie. This movie is not a piece of shit. I I could never call. So the Hawker Hurricanes, which is the plane before the Spitfires, yeah, max speed three hundred and twenty eight miles per hour, service ceiling thirty four thousand two hundred feet, uh-huh. range three hundred and forty miles. So you're telling me it only has a one gallon of gas? He said, um, "Well, I I don't know what the reserve tanks are, uh, uh, are included uh, 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 and how much uh, uh, he has uh, all left." Uh, uh, uh. I'm not I talking about the Spitfire. Oh. I just said. The Hawker Hurricane has 328 miles an hour, uh-huh. and its range is 340 miles. Okay. So it can literally only, it only has one tank of gas. Yeah. Okay. Just wanted to make sure. All right. So, yeah, the, the, to me, Dunkirk is this year's Revenant. Overblown, looks good, and it's going to win people awards, but it's winning. The, it's going to win people awards for things that they should have won awards for before, not now. Okay, DiCaprio, he got the fucking, you know, the, oh, he deserves one by now kind of award, right, for The Revenant. Mm-hmm. That That's what's going to happen probably for Nolan, for Dunkirk, is, oh, well, he probably should have won it for, you know, Interstellar or or I don't know what else fucking he did, you know, or for or, uh, uh, Inception right. or Batman or The Dark Knight, right? So, well, you know what, we're going to give it to him for Dunkirk because it's just so out of left field, you know, and he did his war movie. They're not going to give it to him for Dunkirk. There's other movies coming out. You say that, man, but read the reviews on the fucking movie. Everyone calls it brilliant. Everyone calls it the greatest fucking thing ever since, you know, since earned this. (laughs) So, that's... You have Kidnap. (laughs) No, I'm kidding. Detroit, which is getting rave reviews. Mm -hmm. You have Baby Driver, the movie we just saw. Yeah. Logan Lucky. Uh-huh. Just trying to patty cakes. Okay. All I can think of anytime somebody has a movie called Patty Cakes is Roger Rabbit. <laughs> patty cake? Not tonight, Marvin. I have a headache. So let's see what's the, the movies that are coming out. Mother. You, you were set up to take those pictures. 
Uh, let's see. You know what Mother is to me? That movie. That movie is where it's like Shutter Island, where it it's gonna have that same fucking predictable ending that you know it's going to have, but it it does its damnedest, spending the whole entire film time uh, making you think that it's not gonna have that fucking ending, and then you still end up with it. Oh man, that's what Mother's going to be. That's Shutter Island. Shutter Island is that same fucking ending. Excellent movie trying to dissuade you. Then you get to that ending. You're like, yeah, fuck it. I knew it was going to end that way. American Made looks interesting. It looks decent because Tom Cruise can fucking, like, you know, guy's a fucking excellent actor, man. He's, when you guys, Blade Runner? Yeah, Blade Runner. The problem with Blade Runner is I could see that, that getting, like, treated like Tron Legacy, dude, where, oh, it's just based on something that everyone said was visually stunning and... But it had no real. He didn't care about the characters. Blah blah blah. I, I, I shit you not. Last night, I watched Dracula, Bram Stoker's Dracula by Francis Ford Coppola, and I watched the Roger Ebert and Siskel and Ebert review for it from their show. And then I immediately afterward, I watched it for Blade Runner, and they didn't like Blade Runner. They lo- visually, fucking Ebert loved it, but the story sucked. The characters sucked to him, and. The visuals kept him watching it. Siskel, fucking Siskel, goddamn, he was the cynical asshole always. Like me. Him, he thought the visuals were so good that they lasted for 20 minutes, but then after the first 20 minutes, he didn't even care about the visuals anymore because the story was so bland and everything like that. That's how Tron was also treated and also Tron Legacy. So what I'm saying is I think that there's a chance, there's a chance, because it's not for everyone. It's not the demographic movie for everybody. I think you're right in a sense that it's the uh, it, but not, dude. The I, difference I between Tron hear. and Tron Legacy is this: everybody wanted Tron Legacy to happen, uh-huh. and it fucking disappointed. Blade Runner's not going to disappoint because, from all the stuff that I've seen with the trailer, yeah. it's basically Blade Runner yeah. remade. Yeah, I can't find anything that's <laughs> coming out between now and December that uh, that refutes what you say about Dunkirk. Yeah, I, I just. Garbage pale kid story. I know that they'll they'll pump out some you know the 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 Oscar contenders at the end of the year type shit. But look, you've already got Get Out. I guarantee you, Get Out's going to be getting some love during the Oscar time. Maybe. Okay. Look, we already talked about how political the Oscars are now, where they feel like they have to politically balance everything out now. I guarantee you, Get Out is going to be in the best picture. And maybe. And so far, I, I don't buy it. You know why I don't buy it? Why? Because when it came out. It's not going to matter. It does. Absolutely. Ex Machina. Great fucking movie. Uh, dude, and it got little nods. It got little and nods. It got, and it got nods. fucking it, shit on. It got little nominations. It didn't get the big ones. Yeah. Because it came out too early. If it had come out like October, whole different story, they dude. Did, they did. They they they, they had re, uh, reissues of the movie near the end of the year, again, for Oscar consideration. That doesn't but. mean shit. They, who went and fucking saw that movie? Not enough people. Did you see the reissues at all in any theater near you? I wasn't looking for it because we had already saw the movie, so it was good. And I, and I had it on Blu-ray by then. It's not, dude, <laughs> we go to a fucking movie every week. Yeah. So by you saying you didn't look for it is bullshit. It would have shown up, right? Possibly, but I, I don't remember from fucking three years ago. But you would have. You would have remembered it. That's the point I'm trying to make. And Get Out came out this year, did it not? Yeah, Get Out came out in, uh, I think, February. Right, so I'm talking about Ex Machina, which is the same thing, and they didn't have a lot of reissues for it because it wasn't talked about because of other movies that came out later on in the year that got more talk. If Ex Machina had come out later on in the year, December, November, or October, 
it would have still been fresh in everybody's mind. Probably, That's the yeah, problem. I probably didn't even afford to do that shit. But you have Get Out, and then you have Detroit come out six months later, or whatever it was, three months, four months later, right? I'm just making my bold statement. My bold statement is, regardless... Even I disagree with most, what you're saying about Get time, Out. Most of the time, I think you're right. Most of the time, I think you're right about how early a movie comes out, yes. But I think that with Get Out, I, I'm almost fucking positive that either Jordan... Jordan Peele's going to get a fucking director nod, nope. or Get Out and or... Get Out will get a Best Picture not. I fucking guarantee that is my prediction. Nope. And possibly also screenplay. No nope. Original screenplay. Maybe original screenplay, but nope. Detroit. And I think it also deserves some Oscar nods. I mean, some actor nods. But that's... Again. Same, yeah. I, anyway. Detroit. That's all I have to say. Detroit. And, that, and I'm not saying that Get Out doesn't deserve this stuff. Yeah. But first time... Look, we, we read... We read what, you know, some of these, these fucking, you know, uh, people that are part of the Academy do. Uh-huh. Oh, we he, we don't think he deserves this because he's been nominated 50 times. Or I know. You know. It, it's just but when the, it, I'm, I, when I brought up Get Out for a reason. The First time. The political trend. Doesn't matter. First time, dude. It's, it's not going to happen because Jordan Peele's first movie. There's first time directors that have gotten love. Not, that have gotten Oscar love. It's rare. I'm gonna throw two out, and then you're, you're, I know how you're gonna shoot them down. It's fucking rare, both, dude. They're both actors, but Mel Gibson for Braveheart and fucking Kevin Costner for Dances with Wolves. Okay, those were their first directorial debuts, and they won Oscars for them. Again, but they were actors beforehand, so that's the, they had already had an established yeah, career. Established I'm talking them. about first time. Even though he has an established career, yeah. it's not like Mel Gibson or Kevin Costner. Yeah. This is different on a whole level because his established career is comedy, mm-hmm. and he does he does a serious picture with comic overtones. Yeah, but first time director, first time writer, first time whatever, he's not going to win because it's first time. I'm just basing it off of the way I see the trends go. I understand that. So, but again, you can't base it off of what you see for trends. I'm just you, saying, remember it. That's okay. It. Here's the trend. No. He's first time with this stuff. If he does another movie as good as this, he will get it. And he'll get a nod for best screenplay or whatever else, but that's it. Look. You don't hear people talking about the movie much anymore. Are you kidding me? I'm on fucking the two biggest movie discussion feeds on Facebook. Oh, my gosh. And that movie is brought up every other fucking day still. Oh, my gosh. The two biggest Facebook movie feeds? Yes. You don't hear him talking about it on mainstream media, dude. What I'm saying is, it, that's it, that's the bit that's that's the it's thing. Still, a, you know what I mean? It's like a a consensus, you know, like a like a microcosm, a you know, a, a stat, in a way. It's it says something. If a movie's still being brought up in a Facebook hell, chat, hit, fuck, even Batman v Superman keeps getting fucking brought up. By exactly. People. But that movie's still making money, regardless if we hated the movie or didn't like it very my, much at my, all. My, my still making money. My point being is, you don't hear, dude. If you go to Yahoo. Or Google Entertainment, or you go, you flick on fucking whatever e entertainment, whatever doesn't matter. The 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 three or four entertainment news things, uh-huh. which I don't fucking watch. Okay, uh-huh. but once in a while I do come across them. Yeah, I haven't heard shit about fucking Get Out at all since it since the movie debuted number one, and then. It killed at theaters for a while. Yeah, and then that's it. So give it a month. After about a month, there was still some shatter. So Fuck a month. Rory and, about to hit September, huh? Yeah, fucking um, month and a half, dude. A month and a half after the movie came out, 
my prediction is there's going to be reissues, limited, limited screening reissues of Get Out at the end of this year, and the movie's going to get nominations at, at uh, for next year's Oscars. Mm-mm. That's my prediction. I disagree. Okay. All right. So, to me, Dunkirk is not a piece of shit. It's just not. It's it's worth seeing, but don't go anywhere further than that with it. That's my opinion. I take it or leave it. It's not a piece of shit. I give it a five. What did I? I think I gave it like a four, four and a half. It was. It's a disappointment to me as a Christopher Nolan fan. It is a disappointment. It, it, all right, so there you go. You did your fucking war movie, Chris. Now give us something else. You did your Oscar bait. Move the fuck on. Right. All right. So welcome back. Even though it's instantaneous for y'all, we took a little break. Why do you have to <laughs> give it away? Because I like to be an um, an unintentional asshole. Mm. No, you just suck at radio. And I'm just a colossal asshole. You suck at radio. <laughs> Speaking of colossal. I'm going to talk about a movie called Colossal. Yay. All right. So, yes, mine is the 2017 film. It is, uh, I rented it on Redbox, so it's not on any of the usual mediums that you would think it'd be on. But I have a feeling that it'll probably end up popping up on Hulu or Netflix soon. Um, Colossal is about a lady named Gloria, played by Anne Hathaway who is an out-of-work party girl who leaves New York and moves back to her hometown after getting kicked out of her apartment by her live-in boyfriend. Um, he gets pretty much tired of her, you know, her partying ways, right? Uh, she is an alcoholic, and uh, she doesn't realize it till later on in the film, but uh, when news reports surface that a giant creature is destroying Seoul, South Korea, uh, Gloria gradually comes to the realization that she is somehow connected to this far-off phenomenon. As events begin to spiral out of control, she must figure out why her seemingly insignificant existence is having such a colossal effect on the fate of the world. Okay. <coughs> we saw the trailer for this months and months ago before it came out, and it was a very entertaining trailer, very uh, out-of-left-field type style, right? Where, you know, she's somehow control like an avatar like she has a gigantic monster avatar of herself or not of herself but she's controlling it like an avatar right unintentionally all right this is my problem with this movie it is marketed to be a comedy you watch all the trailers and it looks like it's a goddamn comedy this movie is not a comedy it is it is a mild comedy at at best at at absolute best it's a mild comedy there's a little bit of humor to it but it is more like a drama than anything else um because this film is full of undertones it's full of her alcoholism um it's about her coming back to her hometown after leaving her boy you know the the boyfriend kicks her out right so she goes back to her middle american country um you know home and she meets up with old people she hasn't seen in years old friends uh, from high school and stuff one of them is played by Jason Sudeikis, who owns a bar now. He owns the bar that his father owned before him. And the movie does little flashbacks of when um, Anne Hathaway's character is a little girl. And it also does flashbacks of Jason Sudeikis when he's walking with her to school one day. And you know there's some kind of tie-in. You just don't know what the fuck it is till near the end of the movie. Then everything makes sense. Everything's in a nice little bow when you understand it by the end. For the most part. Um, but... 
the weird part about this this movie is besides the mismarketing for it, which I think in, in my opinion, it hurt the movie for me, but not overall because the actual execution of the movie hurts my overall score for it as well. And it's that the characters the character change up that happens with this movie. Sudeikis's character there there's also layers to his character. Like there's something deep down about him that is not um, you don't notice it at face value or in first or second impression. When you first see him in the movie, he's a cool-ass dude who's very accommodating, very nice. And you're like, okay. And then out of fucking left field, I shit you not. Because what happens with Sudeikis' character is when he sees um, Gloria and Hathaway's character come back to town, he offers her you know, a job to work at, the, at his bar. Right, and so every night, him and his friends. One of his friends is played by Tim Blake Nelson, who is always underrated in films because they barely put him in anything, or they, if they do, they always put him in the smallest role with barely any lines. Right? Uh, they all hang out after after hours, um, after the bar closes, so they're always up all night and then sleep throughout the day. Right? So they leave after they hang out after the bars close until morning. They always she walks home from the bar because it's not far from where she lives, and she stops at this playground. Well, she notices um, after this whole monster thing starts happening where every day at 8.05 a.m. in the morning in America... 8.05 a.m. in the morning? Yeah. Shut up. Is when the attacks in, in Seoul are happening, which are happening at nighttime. And she notices that every time, like when she's moving or things that she did, she remembers that she did the night before when she was drunk or the morning before, when she, she like, like when she's watching news footage and shit... Um, she realizes that there's something odd going on. Like, I think I may be doing this myself, right? I have some connection to this. And it's the problem with this. <laughs> We're watching the trailer yeah. while, while Joe is giving it so we can just yeah. kind of catch up on. So she realizes when it's happening. So anyway, she um, she decides to tell Sadekas and his friends about it. And so then they, they, they don't believe her at first or course. They just say, oh, you're fucking drunk, right? And then she shows them and they're like blown away and then and then see right here, it looks like it's a comedy, right? The, right? the whole thing looks like it's fucking all funny, and it's not. It's serious. Most of the movie, 90% of this fucking movie, or even maybe even 95% of this movie is serious. And Sudeikis gets involved where, you know, he ends up finding out that he's got his own fucking avatar that shows up if he's there at 805 as well. Right. But no one else. Anyone else that comes on that playground at that time, they don't have an avatar in Seoul Korea, Monster. They Just, just those two. So what happens is, at a left fucking field, pretty much. I mean, look. You already said that. Like I said, if you read the subtext, it, it makes sense. You understand it, but still, the way the movie executes, it's bad. Jason Sudeikis' character becomes a fucking asshole. And for the rest of the film, he's an asshole. He, he becomes that asshole that you just want to fucking kick in the nuts because he is like a, he, he's like an asshole by betrayal. Like, he's such a cool fucking dude for the first half of the movie that when he becomes this said asshole... And stays it the whole rest of the time. You feel like you got smacked in the face by by the character. That, that's how I felt with him. So it, it pisses me off because I can't see Sadekas. If Sadekas had played that character, played the asshole from the start, it would have been fine, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So um, and the, it's and now they did a clever thing, which I thought of before the ending of the movie happens. I thought of a way that like they could flip things around and and. And it, it did it the way I predicted it would do it, but it was still was it was clever how they did um, the whole thing gets resolved for the most part. Um, and I don't want to give it away. I think that you should give Colossal a chance because it is it is a very low budget film, 
but it has decent actors in it. And for a movie with a budget this low, it's worth checking out. But I, I don't highly recommend it because it was mismarketed. And and like I said, the, the, the treatment of, of Jason Sudeikis' character, in my opinion, it, it fucking derails the, the flow of the film. Huh. That's my opinion on it. So it's called Colossal. Uh, it's It's got an 80% fucking approval rating on, on Rotten Tomatoes. Critics like it because apparently they're all about the subtext on this fucking movie. I'm not. I take it at face value and no. Okay, fair enough. All right. <sighs> colossal letdown <laughs> there are just some movies that you can't pass up when you watch when you see the title of them yeah on your direct tv or whatever your chosen platform of cable is yes mine happens yes. to be dudes and dragons dudes and dragons i don't even know where to begin with this <laughs> read the synopsis i'm going to not do aids not duodenums and dragons dudes and dragons this movie was called Dragon Warriors, actually, before yeah. it was changed to Dudes and Dragons. And... Sounds sexual. Yeah. When Lord Tensley, a powerful wizard, is jilted by Princess Enagard. Enagard? Princess Dragon. That's... Dragon is... Enagard is dragon with an any at the end. He sends his dragon to destroy any sign of affection. As the death toll rises... Ramakiss has learned it learned lured into a quest to slay the dragon and defeat the wizard, starring Luke Perry, <laughs> James Marsters, Caitlin Doubleday, McLean Nelson, and Claire Niederlander. <laughs> That's not her name. <laughs> Niederpruder? Niederpruder. I, I don't fucking know. Her name's not finished on there. I'm trying to find the uh the Wikipedia. Look, if you like Weird movies, bad CG effects, <laughs> and bad acting. Like sci-fi channel style? Oh, yeah. It's absolutely sci-fi channel. Then this movie is for you. <laughs> there are moments in this movie that are fucking funny as shit. Like, uh, I got to find the characters. Hold on a second. There's like a this guy, whoever that guy is. Well, I'm cleaning my glasses, so I can't see. It's blurry to me right now. I think his name is Camelon or Samton. I don't know. He, he's he's the he's the guy that go. He, he's the gopher guy. He gets everything from for everyone, right? Okay. And there is no information on. Uh, anyways, he's given a mysterious potion when they when the when the princess gets captured yeah. or injured when Ramakis's girlfriend or who someone's girlfriend gets injured. Uh, hold on a second. I just realized what I should be calling this site from now on. Yeah, here it is. McLean Nelson. McLean Nelson plays plays like an elf. He's like Ramakis's brother or some shit like that. Yeah. But <clears throat> when his girlfriend gets injured, they have to they have to go on a quest to get a dragon claw to save her. That's the only thing that can save her, right? Okay. And I think this is him. Yeah, Jake Van Wagner. He plays this character called Come on, bro. He, he was also in Impractical Jokers. Huh. I love that show. Dude, he plays Samton. And so anyway, Samton is given this, this like five-hour energy drink, right? Okay. And and him and this guy, Ramakis, one of the lead characters. Ramakis. Ramakis is played by, hold on a second, Adam Johnson, if you know who he is. No. So uh, Ramakis and Samton and... 
and their orc friend go after Ramicus's either brother or best friend. And this is so fucking stupid. He's captured by orcs. Okay. So as he, as as Ramicus, Samton, and the orc go and go and rescue him, he the Samton takes this fucking five hour energy drink and turns into Bruce Lee, right? Yeah. And there's a scene in the trailer where you see him, his fist goes up behind him and knocks down another guy, and then his leg comes up and kicks some other dude. Yeah. There's like little, Zohan style. Yeah. There's scenes like that in this movie that are are absolutely fucking hilarious. Oh, dumb humor that works really well. And then there are scenes in the movie that are so bad that you, you just want to slap your head and go, what the fuck were they thinking? Let me ask you, is this movie as much of a waste of time as Your Highness? No. No, this movie is actually better than Your Highness. Okay, just Your Highness had a better budget. Right. Uh, I mean, this movie understands that it's not even serious. Yeah, because Your Your Highness was one of those movies where I left the drive-in early. Right. When it was on. And I, I, I forgot about that. I, most of the time I never did that. But with Igor and with fucking... I liked Igor. I didn't. I just... I, with Igor and with uh, oh, it, already, so I, I fell asleep watching Tomb of the Dragon Emperor, but um, I left Tomb of the Dragon Emperor. But yeah, that one and and in, in Your Highness, I have Your Highness on DVD. Your Highness was so fucking bad. I was going to say that Your Highness, the only good scene in Your Highness was the Cain and Abel scene where they're fighting each other, and then I realized that's not even the same movie. That's Year One. Yeah, and that movie sucked too. And Year One, that was the only good scene from Year One. Right. So, uh, also, Year One. How would you compare this movie to Year One? I don't know. And Your Highness. I don't know. I'm trying to do a movie review. And I'm on this page with you, my man. Let's do this. Move, those those movies suck. Exactly. This movie knows that it sucks. So, and it, it was a Kickstarter. So, that's that's the one thing about this movie is that they did this on purpose just to kind of have fun. And test the waters? Yeah, kind of test the waters, see what's going on. Yeah. Um, Dudes and Dragons. Kick. Like a modernized... Um, Starter. Who's that guy? You know, that do uh, Club Dread. Go, fuck. Broken know. Lizard. I don't know, dude. I don't know. Broken Lizard. Don't fuck with me. I don't know what you're talking about. Well, Broken Lizard, you know, they established themselves in the, you know, before with all the shit they were doing in the, in the, you know, the early 2000s and stuff. And now you got Kickstarter programs. It's, it's like similar, but they're doing it in a different way. All right. So I'm just the people that made this movie, some are happy with the name change. Some aren't. That was out of our hands. But I assure you that the movie is just as amazing. I, what was the original name? Dragon Warriors. I already mentioned that at the very beginning. Thanks for playing along. As we mentioned in the update, we will be sending out copies before March first. As all of the dragons, all the dragon, all the Kickstarter rewards will say Dragon Warriors, as that is the original name, and hopefully, will be somewhat of a collector's item. Make sure to update your address if you've moved. I think. I mean, look. I really wanted to see. There it is. There's the Kickstarter. This new fantasy film is like The Lord of the Rings meets The Princess Bride starring James Marsters of Buffy's Angel and more. It's nothing like Lord of the Rings meets The Princess Bride. It's more like sci-fi network yeah. meets Dragons of Autumn Twilight. If you've ever seen the Dun- the Dragonlance Dragons of Autumn Twilight uh, cartoon. No. It- really? You haven't? I don't think I have. I thought I showed you the the Dragonlance cartoon series. I don't know. I'm pretty sure I did. I have to show Joe this, like you are here. We had the awful CGI at the beginning. Let's see. 
Did you get around to watching uh, Castlevania yet? No, I have not. Right. Paramount Home Entertainment Dragonlance trailer. Here we go. Commotion. Toons. Toons Entertainment. Like, see the fucking eyes are wrong. But like, see see the dragons are in CG. Okay. Yeah, I know it went by a little bit fast, but see how bad yeah, the yeah. CG is? Yeah, I see. It's the same thing. Now, you can see it real good there. This movie does that on purpose, it seems. Yeah. And a lot of it is ad-libbed. I guess that's the best way to do it. Okay. It feels like a lot of it is ad-libbed. When they were doing the, when when they're recording the scenes or when they're filming the scenes and stuff like that, it just felt like these guys knew, it, it didn't feel authentic. Okay. You know, it's like these guys knew that they're making kind of a funny movie, but they didn't take it seriously. Yeah. They just took it as, oh, this is kind of a one-time deal, blah, 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 let's just get this over with type of thing. You know, that's what it felt like to me. Yeah. The makeup and practical effects of, of this movie are not very good, <laughs> um, especially with the, the bad guy orcs in terms of their mouth movements and stuff like that. Yeah. It was very amateurish. Okay. And the, but aside from that, like if you took out all the special effects and made yeah. and just did the movie, did, did this, if you watched it as a whatever type of movie, it's better than the epic movies. It's better than, you know, all those trash fucking wannabe comedy movies because these guys went out and they put together this, this Kickstarter and here it is like Matt Torrey's movie that we did. Right. Yeah. We make movies. Well, that's what these guys do. They make movies. Okay? I had a feeling you were going to bring them up because I was thinking- You're when, full of shit. No, no dude, I, I shit you not. I was thinking about them because the Kickstarter no. thing. No. No, you're not. <laughs> Anyways, my, as, as, as Joe is saying, yes, it, it's, it's uh, I'm just giving him a hard time. This movie- shows passion. Yeah. Okay? As uh, really as dumb as it is, it shows a lot of passion because these guys put a lot of effort into making this movie. Yeah. With the special effects, with whatever else that they did, and knowing that they weren't going to take it seriously, went and put together something that is a fan film. Yeah. For all intents and purposes. But that's what these guys are. That's what these guys do. You know, you got Luke Perry, you got James Marsters, you got two guys from Buffy, and, and you know, literally like the Buffy movie and Buffy animated series yeah. or Buffy TV show. And when you do something like this with passion, it comes across. Yeah. Even if you, even if the characters feel like they know the big joke behind it. Yeah. You know, I mean, it could have been better done. Yeah. But again, I, I, I. I uh, I equate this to Matt Torrey's movie, which is when you watch Matt Torrey's We Make Movies, and you see the care you see the characters acting the way they do on purpose, yeah, and flubbing lines or, or not even saying the lines. It feels like they're it feels like they're quote unquote acting, yeah, you know, instead of being natural, yeah, and that's part of the charm of of Matt Torrey's movie when it comes to everything that's going on is. These characters are doing this on purpose. Yeah. Right? And that's what's going on with this movie is that these guys are doing this on purpose as kind of a wink and a nod to 
the Kickstarter guys, but you could see that they're having a lot of fun doing this. My only problem again is the special effects, um, not and, and not anything else. That was that's my biggest problem with this whole thing is this glossy sci-fi style special effects that seemed I mean it, it literally felt like it just ruined the whole thing for me yeah because it looked like a bunch of people just put stuff together for them without really trying previous <laughs> yeah it just it looked bad it, it, you know there was some movie I just uh, saw a trailer for called uh, fuck it was sci-fi style movie. It was like a Snow Sharks or something like that where it showed this Yeah, Snow Sharks. And this fucking fake, this CG fin going, gliding easily through the snow, right? Even though the snow around it's not rippling or anything. And it looks so see, fucking bad. You just see the bad effects on this movie. Like the green screen. And yeah. The, I mean, you could tell that that entire forest is fake. But yet it, the Well, movie, this, it's done this way on purpose, but. Yet the movie has enough charm to get past it. Yeah, you know, because, I mean, look, that whole thing that they're looking at right now where they're trying to put stuff on this wagon, yeah. that's all fake. That Most of that wagon is fake. They put this stupid glare in here because they don't, you know, because it's... To cover up the shitty effects? No. <laughs> no, they put the stupid glare in here to, to get around the fucking sensors. Oh. Okay. The YouTube sensors. So they're sitting in this wagon, which is a self-driving wagon. It's like a car. Okay. Right? And, yeah, you know, it's just this funny... Carriage? Yeah, a horseless carriage. <laughs> you know, so they're sitting there and they're talking and, and that's I mean the wigs and you know, like I said, it's look, my biggest problem is attention to detail with stuff like this. And my the attention to detail with these movies is something as simple as wigs. If you're going to have a character that's wearing a wig, at least fucking spend the money to get a wig that's good. Yeah. Because it just doesn't work. And then the special effects, makeup, and you can see the orc dude in the background. <laughs> it, it that it just looks bad, you know. Yeah. The 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 special effects in and of itself look. Someone spent an hour, an hour telling you why they think The Force Awakens is the worst movie of all time. Hour and six minutes and three seconds. Yes. So like and like you see the dragon coming at him. Yeah. You know and grabs her, and, and the then look, look he's the like, look. oh, I'm gonna throw my dagger at him. Gotta <laughs> save you. And then, yeah, saves her. Oh, he's getting late tonight. See, and then she gets, she's all cut up and everything. Oh, You know, I don't know why. That the, why would the dragon, why would she be cut by a dragon? The claws, maybe was trying to hold her. Yeah, I don't know. But he stabbed him. Then then we have the movie, the, the part with the nymph in the water. The nymph. And then the fight scene and blah, blah, blah. It just goes on and on. And again, the... the the, one of my, again, another favorite part where, you know, he sees this girl that's <laughs> supposed to be like a, 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 like the girl that he's in love with. Yeah. But it's not. It's a water nymph that's trying a succubus. Yeah. You know, it's trying to lure him to his death. <laughs> and he and he moves a and she's naked and then he moves a tree and then she still you know you still see the the yeah. fucking leaves in the way from another branch. Yeah. Then he moves the branch. It's like in terms of three. And then there's another <laughs> branch, and then hummingbirds like, God damn it, <laughs> you know. Shittiest looking hummingbirds ever. Yeah, and, and <laughs> again, there's, and then the fake fire. <laughs> it just goes on and on. Well, they didn't want to burn that. Those the only costumes they had. They didn't have extras, so couldn't you know take the chance of burning their. Well, no, but then you have special <laughs> effects like I know, 
like this where they they have these braziers, right? The braziers or whatever braziers. Let's just say fat tiki torches. Yeah, these tiki torches. That's a fuck. That's a and and then you have this effect right here, which is, you know, this is a practical effect that's done really well. Yeah. Where like Jason and Argonaut style. Yeah. You know, and then he opens up like a like a little viewing portal. Come on, you just had it. The hell is wrong with you? Oh my God. <laughs> oh, that's 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 image dithering from something else. Like you have some really good effects going on, where he's he's using this flame to look, you know, kind of like from uh, uh, Wizard of Oz. Yeah. Right. And he's and he's. Well, that's I love this. That is a cool thing though. Do 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 do. I'm being a real good reviewer here. So, why? How does that um that glare block the YouTube sensors? I don't know. It just does it's because they they have a multitude of things. They've probably pitched it up a bit so that it's you know when they mark it against something else like this movie. This movie is probably in their database. Uh-huh. So when they when when they when they view it or when they have their their sensors go through and check for. Like, okay, that scene right there, see the hologram? Yeah. You know, things like that. That's done really well. But then you have other things like everything else. <laughs> um, the way that you can get around YouTube copyright stuff is you pitch up or you reverse the film or you do something along the lines of put that glare in there, which fucks up their sensors yeah. enough so that it can't tell what's on the screen. Okay. That's how it does it. When shouldn't that throw off an alarm for them then? Like if it can't tell what's going on, when they when they have it set up, I'm no. not a programmer, but if it, if it can't see what the fuck's on there, why the fuck would anybody be looking at it? They get billions of fucking uploads a day. Yeah, yeah. I, I know. So why why would one out of however many uploads they get a day? I know it would set up like a red flag or something. No, it doesn't set any red flags. That's why would it do that? Because you said yourself that it, if... It's just another video that's been uploaded. If it's a video that's been uploaded, but it can't see what's on there? It sees it just fine. All it does is it just sees it as a video, okay. and it marks it. So when it goes through and it checks and it checks for copyright. If it doesn't see any, that's why you see... That's why you see, like, movies that are in full reverse, you yeah. know, or, or, or not reverse, but flipped horizontally. Yeah. yeah. So you get something like that. Hmm. Okay. So, it's not a piece of shit. Not a piece of shit. Just disappointing that a Kickstarter of this type could have been a little bit better and their attention to detail needs to be greatly improved. Okay. That's about it. All right. So, Dragon Warriors. Dude Dragons. Dudes and Dragons. A.K.A. or as known as. Really? I'm backing you up, man. (laughs) What the fuck, dude? (laughs) Dude Dragons. for time. All right. So. Lastly. It's dudes and dragons. Lastly. Lastly. Director Joran, is it Joran or Jordan? I don't know. Jordan Vote Roberts. Vote. It's Jordan. I think it's Jordan Vought Roberts. The director of Kong Skull Island. Uh, Apparently he he didn't like the way that CinemaSins on YouTube uh, decided to beat down his movie, which is funny to me because even though the guy took to Twitter and went in the, you know these rants about why you know it's ruining movies and stuff like that it cinema sins is farcical it's satire it's 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 dry 
humor, dry sarcasm. It, they even made fun of themselves. They even had everything wrong with cinema sins in three minutes or less, right? They even had a video knocking themselves. So right there, shut the fuck up. These guys call themselves assholes all the time and say don't take their sin counter you know, seriously. Don't take any of this seriously. So the fact that someone like Jordan Vogue Roberts or however you pronounce his name comes along and, and takes the time to, <coughs> to uh, the effort to to knock a film or to knock this uh, CinemaSins, regardless if you like CinemaSins or not, it it just seems kind of petty to me. Like, dude, you do understand what a sense of humor is, right? And and context and things like that. I mean, you're a director. Directors usually understand a lot about context, right? So what's the fucking problem? Cinema Sins videos offers little in the way of value, especially now that they frequently run in excess of 18 minutes, or as the originals were about three, and negative for the sake of being negative. He makes comparisons between Sins and Honest Trailers and Red Letter Media, uh, especially Red Letter Media's review of The Phantom Menace, saying he believes the latter two are satire criticism because they offer a point of view unique to their brand that can hold up under scrutiny. Vought Roberts' main issue with CinemaSins is that they simply list flaws with a movie in a quote-unquote seemingly factual way that are sometimes baseless and exclusively (laughs) mean-spirited. The director does admit there are times when CinemaSins works well, but they're rendered null by everything else. To show his problems with the channel's approach, go beyond their critique of his film, Vought Roberts took several screenshots from the aforementioned Looper video and pointed out how they're not valid criticisms. I look, I can see the I, I see the guy's point, but my problem is is that it doesn't bother me. Look, there's times where I've seen them knock a movie that I really fucking like. I can't think of off the top of my head, but there's a movie I really, really like, and for them to talk any shit about it bugs me, right? It, it, it doesn't really bug me because it's them being a sense of it. It's like when you watch Clerks Part Two, and you the all the Lord of the Rings jokes, right? I fucking love Lord of the Rings. But again, that but it's still funny. It's not cinema sins. In his, I'm going to take the other side of this. Okay, uh-huh. I'm going to take the the you're wrong, Joe side, <laughs> which is what I normally do. But I'm doing this in for devil's advocate. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Cinema Sins, the popular series on YouTube known for picking apart everything wrong with movies, got a takedown of its own on Tuesday, blah, blah, blah. Highlighted why Cinema Sins, and they spelt Cinema Sins wrong. It looks like Cinnamon Sins. <laughs> Cinema. But this is what he said. Mystery Science Theater built something artful, endearing, and comedic on top of the foundation of other people's work. It had merit to itself. Things like Cinema Sins simply suck the lifeblood of other people and are often just wrong about intent or how cinema works. It's terrible. That's what he said. The filmmaker posted screenshots that I already told him that, you know, to show examples that drive him crazy. For one, Cinema Sins mocked the opening desert shootout for when young Hank chose not to walk upright to the other currently unarmed pilot and shoot him point blank. Roberts noted the scene is meant to be absurd, and by that logic, Cinema Sins would ding Pulp Fiction for Jules and Vincent not getting shot. <laughs> he also took issue when the Cinema Sins video questioned the film. For a rain sequence in Saigon, and the explosion reflected in the character's sunglasses regarding the criticism that there are no songs from the Vietnam era that don't sound like a song from the Vietnam era cliche in movies anymore. There are songs in this movie that have never been licensed in a film before. You just you can't s- just say shit out loud. I'm trying to scroll through this. It's fucking... There, it's an immense amount of 
Oh, I know, dude. It's just look, dude. Pick your fucking battles. That that's my my thing on this. Is I I disagree. He made a fucking movie that made a shit ton of money. Most more people liked it than didn't like it, except your brother. Your brother didn't fucking like it. He was like you know Patton Oswalt's brother watching Jerry Maguire. But otherwise, this most people liked this movie. I liked the movie. I saw the, the look. The flaws that were pointed out during the Cinema Sins video, the 18 minute long one. I could see some of the things in there, but it didn't matter because I thought it was funny them doing the video anyway. Because I still, no matter what Cinema Sins says, you, look, Cinema Sins can knock the Matrix, which is one of my favorite movies of all time. Still, I don't see the movie any differently after that. Okay, that's the thing. He he's worried about his 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 art being hurt. No, he's not. You didn't even read the article, did you? Come on, bro. Yes, I did. I just wanted to point... Okay, so if you did, then you would know this point right here. I just wanted to point out why these videos are infuriating. They're often just wrong or think they're smarter than you. I love film criticism, and I love reading negative reviews if the author makes compelling and well-written arguments. To anyone who thinks this video makes me mad or hurts me, it doesn't. I just wanted to point out a few obvious examples that are just wrong. I disagree, because he went into so much effort into all those fucking posts, all those tweets... All those 140 character tweets? All six of them? Yes. Okay. He he made a bunch of tweets, dude. He put all this effort into it defending his movie. Okay. He didn't need to defend his movie. He's not he's not just defending his movie. He's defending all the other stuff. Again, I don't think you read the entire article. I think you just skimmed, skimmed it. He says... He it can, says he's not doing something while he's fucking doing it. It makes no sense to me. I'm not saying it, that it's not this, but it's he this. Said, he said... It, it doesn't make me mad or hurts me. It doesn't. I but just want to like point it out. Is. No, the the author of this article does because the author of this article just took quotes from him and asked him if it was okay and and created a, an entire article around this that makes it look like whatever his name is, because <laughs> Roberts. This guy just says shit like Trump. Okay, I understand that, but again, at the very beginning of this article, it's 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 written. That we asked for his permission to use the quotes to write an article based around his quotes. Yes. And he okayed that. So the article is written from the point of view of the writer of the article mm. and Roberts. Because I, I can't stand saying, why does he have a hyphenated name? It's Jordan Roberts. That's your name. Yeah. Vought. Look, and also my bottom line with this is I can't take anyone seriously that has a fucking douchebag poser beard. <laughs> All right. Jordan Vogt Roberts has a douchebag poser fucking beard. You know, ever since the fucking... I, I'm not... Okay, hold on a second. What? God Ryan, damn it. Ryan Johnson said, I should be good-humored about this, but it feels oddly nasty. Almost, also, it's almost all thoughtless and wrong. Everything wrong with Looper. So he's not the only one that has an issue with this. Okay, that's fine. Okay. But we're bringing it up because this one like was on a few feeds on the on the movie... You know the movie post, uh, movie sites on the on the on the Facebook and oh, fuck. and all the Twitters, <laughs> and we know all the Twitters. Yeah, yeah, all the Twitters. It it just it became an issue in the last few days because of everyone talk everyone talking about it. Now everyone talked about it but, when Looper came out. But again, Cinema Sins also went back on everything that they just said. We're just idiots in regards to the Looper thing that they did for eighteen minutes. Yeah. Okay. They even said that we're assholes. Do, why take? We're just having fun. It, it doesn't matter. You can we look. We're hypocritical too. Okay. We get it. We're not reviewers. We're a holes. We hate makes us stronger. We like the demons in a Ghostbusters movie. Sins are often based on things you will neither notice or even care about. I disagree with that. 
We're not reviewers. We're assholes. Hate makes us stronger. Okay? What's wrong with that? What is wrong with that entire statement right there? That right there kind of sounds like they're trolling. To- exactly. That's my problem with this whole thing is that they're doing this. Look, I, I want to get into something really specific here right, because he brought uh, Roberts brought up something that was really fucking good. And it has to do with specific movie makers. Oh, they don't have it. Oh, that's bullshit. It's like more than six fucking posts. What does a Cinema Sins episode make you feel in 18 minutes? Nothing. Feeling nothing for three minutes is fine, but 18 minutes, what a cop out. Um, and then, so what value does Cinema Sins have beyond leeching from the work of others? Good question. Spoiler, no value except negativity. And I agree with that. Look, I'm getting tired of the negative stuff. That's why I'm trying to change the way I am in dealing with this and you. Yeah. You know, because and look, I, nagging I, things is bullshit. I can see that. I mean, because look, Cinema Sins is strictly there just to knock the movie, regardless if they're trying to be funny or not. It's it's always from a negative perspective, pretty much, right? Even though there's times where you're watching some of the cinema sins and they'll give points back because they oh this movie actually really is really good, and it's like we have a we just do this anyway because we're supposed to. It, you know what? Okay, cinema. I think the biggest problem, in my opinion, with cinema sins is it goes on for way too fucking long. It's like, dude, you've got a point you're making, and that's fine. And that's what he's. Oh, here it is, right here. Okay, and that's the point he's making. Which is, these guys aren't just bad at what they do contribute to the de- devolution of film criticism. They're lazy and hiding behind satire and jokes, okay? <clears throat> and, and he says that. He goes, the first seven minutes of Up gives you all the emotions. Yeah. These reviews, these 18-minute long reviews, are twice that long yeah. and do nothing, okay? Now, again, I'm just playing devil's advocate for this yeah. For, for for these reasons. But I wanted to bring up this because this interested me the most. <laughs> Cinema Sins is the YouTube equivalent to Friedberg and Seltzer movies. Epic movie, date movie, meet the Spartans, disaster movie, vampires suck. <laughs> <clears throat> People are completely misusing the word satire when defending the Cinema Sins videos. What is it satirizing? It thinks it's a satire. People are completely, why do they have these doubled up? Freeberg and Seltzer movies are not satire. They're a series of sketches and bits that basically say, remember this thing from pop culture? Which is what I have been screaming since these fucking movies came out. I, you know, I can't stand them because all they are is just garbage sketch shows. Mm. You know, except for like, I actually like whatever, movie 31 or movie 13. Oh, movie 43. You know, Freeberg and Seltzer movies, god damn it. There's really true criticism with merit in Cinema Sins videos or any real satire in there. Stop telling me it's satire. It's not. Why, again, do they continually... Entertainment Weekly, stop doubling up on the goddamn twit, the twits. You don't need to have double twits on the Twitters. And no, it's not satirizing, nitpicking nerd culture, regardless of how self-aware they pretend to be. It is, of course... Hey, Jordan, you mad, bro? Yeah, it is nitpicking nerd culture. There's a fucking huge difference, so acknowledge it. You cannot just call something satire. You also can't pretend Friedberg and Seltzer movies are objectively good at what they do. (coughs) Are Friedberg and Seltzer movies meant to be jokes? Sure. Are they good? No. Is CinemaSense meant to be a joke? Maybe. Is it good? Nope. South Park is satire. It deeply understands and deconstructs what it's discussing, and on top of that, tells you a story with thematic relevance. As a side note, South Park does all of that in the same time Cinema Sins takes to accomplish 
nothing. <laughs> Honest trailers can be satire. They actually write and perform jokes with a point of view with a sense of humor unique to that brand. CinemaSins is not satire, no matter how many times you say it out loud. Keep saying it, but it will never become true. Now, I read that on purpose that long because it talks about something that I have been screaming about, which is this Friedberg and Seltzer movies, which continually get made. And, like, they did fucking some shitty movie called Tookin'. Okay. Um, and then uh, some f- uh, f- Fast, ever Best Night Ever. Okay. Um, yeah, Jason Friedberg and Aaron Seltzer make money off of these fucking shitbag movies. They are so awful. Oh, dude, Meet the Spartans was probably... The worst parody movie I've ever seen. And they're doing a Star Wars spoof. Whoever fucking continually make allows them to, you know, gives them money to make these movies. What does what does show up when you Google Freeberg and Seltzer? Well, it's because you can you can legally steal a copyright if you do a satire of it. If you Correct. announce you're doing a satire. So what they're doing is they're taking these big names, big name films and stuff like that and products, and they're satirizing it so that they can get attention super fast (laughs) that's not like uh, also known as super fast and super furious uh, need for speed fucking fast and furious yeah the budget was 20 million it made 2.1 million dollars 20 million yeah that's what it says they went a little high Brian O'Connor whoever knows whatever made but people are buying this movie, so what you know the box office doesn't mean anything. It's the be all end all. Yeah, it's it just like limited release in theaters, <laughs> and it makes a bunch on video streaming yeah. and blah blah blah. But these guys continually fucking make movies, and and it's it's awful. I don't know who the son of Rick Friedberg, who is Rick Friedberg. Oh, let me see. Uh, he was an award winning TV commercial director, music videos and documentaries. And then after Spy Hard and several development meals, he has been and is currently directing international TV commercials. Okay. So he makes bad movies as well. I thought I heard a train. You can't go on this train. This is a people train. <laughs> yeah, so... No cows on a train. Yeah. Right. Uh, Star Worlds, The Force Awakens, The Last Jedi, Who Went Rogue. God, don't even... You know what? Seriously? I'm not even gonna... Yeah, giving them credence at all. I uh, Fuck their attention. They do that on purpose. Oh, they did Spy Hard. Yeah. Scary movie. Scary movie 2. Scary I movie 3. I fucking watched the intro to Spy Hard last night. Date movie. Scary I, movie 4. I spent an hour searching through Hulu and Netflix for something to watch. Couldn't find shit. And so I was like, oh, I want to see Weird Al Yankovic. So I watched the first part, the intro of Spy Hard. And then the rest, you know, and then I watched like five more minutes of the movie and it fucking sucked. And so I, I ended up watching well, his dad, Dracula. Well, his dad directed it. Uh-huh. But him and Aaron Seltzer were producers. So... It's it's they were twenty years old at the time, yeah, or whatever, twenty two. So they get a fucking produ- producing credit because mm-hmm. they want to be in movies, yeah. So daddy gives them a producing credit, yeah. Son, let me tell you, the starving game. You know how you can make movies, make money, satirize, satirize. You could take anything, and you can make it, make all the money. Yeah, these are fucking awful. So there we go. He's just equating these two guys to, to cinema sins, and, and and I agree. It gets to a point where if you're just gonna shit on a fucking movie, just to shit on it, yeah, then what's the point? You know, it's hard to argue with that. I can't. It's I can I see both perspectives on it, but I it's hard to fault the guy 
on the, when you read his full out opinion on it, it right. it's uh, personally I think that it, is it worth him even putting any effort into talking that, about him? But even at fifty tweets, you know, ten okay, ten tweets is is fourteen hundred characters, yeah. right? You know, that's that's not a lot. That's that's roughly two three paragraphs. Uh-huh. Okay, so even if he did le- he did less than fifty tweets, but at one hundred forty characters a tweet. You're looking at basically an article that he wrote, just a single article about cinema sins. Yeah, you know, and we've already given enough time to cinema sins, but you know, th- there are are there some good things about it? Yeah, if you look at their older stuff, yeah, you know, that are two three minutes long or whatever, those are well done. Yeah, but now that it's gotten to the eighteen minute mark, where you know the the longer and the reason why is the longer you have people watch your videos, the more money you're gonna make. Yeah. So they have it at this mystical, magical 18-minute mark. And, and that's I can't buy into that. I mean, I, I would like for us to be able to do movie reviews over trailers. Yeah. And those are only two minutes long. I'm, I'm not interested in having 5, 10, 20, unless I can produce good content that that's relevant and people want to watch. Yeah. You know? Otherwise, our shit's going to be between five and eight minutes. And we do video games. You know, when I watch the, the Kong thing... It, if you break it down, I mean, dude, that, that's fucking, that is, I mean, it's 18 minutes long, but I think it's about 16 minutes of it is them actually knocking the movie. Yeah. And it's like, God, do you really need to go on that long? Right. Kind of like this podcast. Especially for, <laughs> yeah, especially for like Kong. It's called, you know, it, it's not like you're doing Mortal Kombat Annihilation. Mortal Kombat Annihilation is like uh, 12 minutes or something like that on there. Right. You know, and that movie's fucking, the whole movie from start to finish is shit. So, but even back then when they did that for that movie, they knew not to go too long with it, like we're doing with this episode. So, well, uh, look, I mean, to be fair with us, we're we're not we're not shitting on things. We're you know, I mean, I've got to do a better job of fucking my own stupid movie reviews. But when we do a movie review, we give the good, the bad, and the ugly. Yeah, you know. We do we go long? Absolutely, we go way too long <laughs> in some cases. In my opinion, some people like these two-hour podcasts. I don't, and there's a reason why, because I have to pause it, or you have to do this, or you have to do that. Take a piss, scratch yeah. my balls. Yeah, I think you know. In all honesty, I think multiple seven to ten or twelve-minute podcasts are much better, and then you can just combine them as you go. You can just listen to one after the other. And then, but then the other, so the flip side is as. There's people that drive for a long time. Do you think they want to keep fucking around with the next episode? It just episode? continues on by itself. You don't have to press play. Oh, I'm, I'm, it's just automatic. I'm technologically inept. Well, I know you are. <laughs> All right. So we got anything else <laughs> to add to this episode? Uh, I thought there was a couple more things. Tom Cruise getting injured on the set, the Deadpool <laughs> thing. Uh, I, I, Do you want to talk about that? or No. I, I just... it's You know what? Everyone fucking already talked about it. it it's just... I got my news with the Annabelle thing out of the way, so. Yeah, you know, you had your weekly shot at the Warrens and. <laughs> my six monthly shot. Your bi weekly or, or your, your yearly. Bi monthly. I'll give you a bi monthly. Yearly. Because it seems that they have a fucking movie come out every six months. So. Oh, it feels like it. I, I tell you. Well, yeah, because the first movie was like 2013. Yeah. And they've already got the fourth movie. Well, technically, out. the first movie was back in the 70s because it was Amityville Horror. You know what I and mean? And then The Exorcist. I'm talking about the actual. The, the, the James Wan fucking yeah. Conjuring or whoever's I, directing them. Yeah, all those shitty movies. Look, they all suck, and I don't care. <laughs> all right. I don't. Fi- I don't find any value in them. 
So the next movie that we will be talking about on Cinescape Movie Reviews is going to be the Steven Soderbergh heist film called Logan Lucky. We will talk about that starring Daniel Craig next time. But this time, we want to say goodnight because I'm fucking tired. Yeah, well, you're the one that wanted to do this. Really? Yeah. You had to go there? Uh-huh. I'm tired. Couldn't you just hold up a fucking bloody head? I'm, I'm tired. We didn't get started until fucking late. It, it's okay. It's all good. No, get out of my house. Get out. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Bye, Felicia. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Mac. I'm sorry I said I, I interrupted and didn't pay attention to your movie review for the, the dudes of the badassery of the dragons. It's dudes and dragons. Get it right, I'm Eric. I'm sorry I didn't pay attention. Yeah, you should be. I love you, man. No, you don't. You fucking liar. <laughs> Screw you, man. That kid is back Good show! Jolly good show! Jolly good show indeed! Hakuna Matata, bitches! This is the Cinescape Movie Podcast. We thank you for listening to the show. And if you have any questions or comments, you can email us or tweet us. My handle is at Joe Spiegel underscore Joe. My handle. That's what I call it. My handle. You can tweet me at. You can send me a tweet at. Tweet me. You can follow me. Fuck off. All right. Yeah. Follow. You can you know, follow me or tweet me at. Send a tweet to. All right. Follow. Follow would be better. You can follow me on tweet. <laughs> tweeter. You can tweeter me. You can follow me on Twitter at Joe Spiegel underscore Joe. And for me, it is at... What about you? MPS 5150, because I make it easy. Yeah, you do. Well, that's the end of the show. Thank you for listening. And please remember, share the podcast. Hey, hey, hey. What is it, Joe? Yeah. You see that little button over there? Yeah? Yes. All you what do button? The little share button. Which button is that? It says share. Sometimes it's a little arrow that goes in a circle. Regardless, it's there. Or more. So share. Share. Share that podcast. Click that shit. <laughs> it's simple. Please. We put we do put some work into this. Not a lot. Not a lot. Not as much as we should. But still, all you have to do is click the share button. Yeah. Click anything that says share. Like on our movie reviews, there's a Facebook share and a Google Plus. Pick one. We S- prefer Facebook, but you know. Spread the love. Help us grow. Spread the love, and we will spread our legs open for you. No, we won't. I take showers. Well, what is that one? Show the balls? <laughs> open your balls. Open your balls. <laughs> shower, yeah. Share, share, the, share the show. Share the hell out of it. <laughs> share. <laughs> Give her some love. I sound like little Nick. <laughs> Have a good night. <laughs> this is the end. It's the end. Finito! The end, I tell you! We're all going to nibble the dust! Argo, fuck yourself.